shit I would be because I think it would just be an obvious win for them yeah because if, if you think global warming is yeah. there was this product that was doing the rounds on the kind of you know you know the kind of like it used to be like an entire kind of constellation of people and, and blogs and things that would just do here is some gadget that's kind of stupid but yes. this week we're all going to be you know and then it became a kind of like the YouTube gadget guys would mm. all like simultaneously get it and do reviews yeah. of it and then maybe it would be a Kickstarter and it would be yeah, like an early yeah. access thing the one I saw a week or two ago and I believe this was one of those things where it had probably been around for several months mm. but because of the like shit in the Canadian wildfires affecting New York's air quality and making yeah, everything yeah. go red or whatever um, that caused uh, all the tech blogs to suddenly start going on about this this thing, which is essentially like a pair of headphones, mm-hmm. but then you can kind of like turn it like that. Sure. It's, it's like that thing, you can turn it like that, and then it's mm. like a VR headset, right? That's obviously already a mm. trope, but you keep turning it, and yeah. then it goes over your mouth, and nice. it becomes like a kind of... Like what's his name from the the movie? You know, he's got the Bane. Bane, yeah, yeah. him. Yeah. That, I, I like. It, I, it becomes I, like that. Yeah, I, so is it is it like that? It's headphones, like like. Well, no, I, or is, I, it, or is it just that that's how you thing. configure I think it? It is headphones because I think the way that it goes on your head, yeah. is a kind of headphone like product, and therefore sure. they're like we can just also as well, put a cheap yeah, yeah, pair yeah. of headphones in this, and then you know. At least it will do something, right? Nice. It's like for commuters in really bad air quality yeah. situations. Um, I don't know really what it is i haven't really looked into it but i did see some headline of someone saying oh you know i used to think this was this was like a joke but now i actually got one and i've been reviewing it it turns out this is the right week to have it because <laughs> the world is literally going to go on fire so yeah um yeah a lot of big opportunities for that yeah for that sort of thing so yeah a warm week a fucking warm week yeah air, air filtration technology isn't that one of the rationalist lads who's always going on about air quality yeah wasn't air it one of those things where Maybe I'm just imagining this, but it like you you do like a sub stack or something, mm. and then like one of your posts just does extremely. Yeah. Like, it's like the breakout one, yeah, yeah, yeah. a bit like Seagull with the like football mm. thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, it's like an air quality yeah, thing. But it's suddenly... not really your your one thing. Yeah, it's but then it's a bit like do. how yeah. do you you know you don't really want to become mm. the air quality guy, but then you kind of yeah. do or something. So I've got one of those that air quality little monitor thing. Yeah, but I'm really not sure how good it is. I've literally mm. got no idea because mm. it shows carbon monoxide levels that are substantially higher than they actually are. Mm. Because the the levels that I think sometimes come up on that. Mm. I looked in the in the manual for my carbon mm. monoxide alarm. Yeah, and it was like if it's been this level for more than five hours, it will like sure, start the, ringing. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I, and yeah. it doesn't. So yeah, I don't yeah. think that that's actually true. I think it's just meant to scare you. Mm. Oh, that the carbon monoxide. Although the the a well yeah. Or the uh, the other thing is the AQI or is it air quality index, yeah. which is let's see what it is today. The forecast at least because it it does match up with that right. So it's sure. currently a three. Air pollution level three, which nice. is low. Okay. It was four or five earlier today or yesterday. Mm. It's normally a one or a two. Yeah. I don't yeah. normally see it any higher than that. So yeah. it's been sort of worse than it should be, but worse-ish. Um, but it does normally get that correct. Sorry, so, you just reminded, you've reminded me of something. Mm. Uh, f- funny meters and, and Brighton local news. Mm. Um, as a, a former councillor for Rossingdean, uh, had his uh, who 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 left because of uh, family issues? Oh but yeah, also I, definitely because of drink driving. I saw. I Did you saw see the video. Little, there was a thing. I didn't see the video. <laughs> Mate, it's what great. was the? So the, the, it's it's basically like the, it, the, it was something that was released in court, which was like so he's he, he's he's been sentenced uh, yeah. now, and the. Uh, Brighton Hope News, I think, used it as a as a reason to repost the video of his arrest. So you've got this like he's cop, getting breathalyzed. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, yeah, I think I yeah, saw yeah, some yeah, yeah, yeah. From I didn't realise yeah, it was a video. Yeah, yeah, no, he's getting breathalyzed. And it's basically, like, and it's 
starts with the cop being like, look, you're not blowing into this properly. And he's just doing this sort of thing where he's... He, I think he says at one point... Like he's a like, ghost trying to whistle. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and he says, I mean, I'm a bit nervous because the thing is, you know, I, 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 you know, I had a glass of wine and I, I'm a bit worried that if I do blow into it properly, I might be over the limit. <laughs> And the cop's like, well, yeah, well I'm afraid. if you if you don't, then we're going to arrest you now. <laughs> so you might as well do it. But he keeps, he, he sort of does this weird sort of like, sta- I don't know. It's like he's sort of doing the like, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Hugh, Hugh Grant sort of posh. Because mm. it's just sort of like. Well, everything's normally go, goes really yeah, yeah. well for me. <laughs> and then, and then, normally, he, then they like. Cuff, there aren't yeah. normally sort of problems yeah. in my life. And then usually. they cuff him and they put him in the car. And again, you know. Wow. And then, and then, and then right. he. he the, 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 the cops just like okay like last chance um you know sort of if you you know well, into this and like at this point yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh and and, and it's, it's basically like, look come on you know just 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 if either you're definitely going to you're getting arrested with us or like we're just gonna you know you take, you, take you, the you, risk just blow into it come on yeah and then and he's like you know taking off the mask and there was a second where it i was like, like someone whose judgment might be impeded yeah. in some way possibly yeah <laughs> and and he's <laughs> He, he, there's one point I can't remember what it is he says but like he mixes up his, he sort of like starts talking to him and it's like I wonder what's going on here and, it, it, and he, he sort of uh, he's cuffed and he's trying to take off because it was 2020 so it was, mm-hmm. it, was, it, was, it, was, it was during COVID and he's like sort of he's trying to take and I was like what's wrong with his hand and I remember he's cuffed because otherwise yeah, yeah, I was right. like you should probably be able to take this off and he blows into it and the guy's like alright thank you and then he looks at it and he shows it to the other cop and the other cop's right like legal limit is 34 <laughs> you're 86 <laughs> Which is like not obviously the drink driver isn't yeah. funny, but just like the whole situation, yeah. the whole like progression of it is just such a sort of like oh uh, <laughs> you yeah, know I was like I don't know what I mean presumably uh, he was not in his uh, yeah he was maybe a little bit uh, hmm. uh, impeded in terms of cognition, but like it was just one of those things where it's like I feel like you just 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 go with it like I don't know like it, it was it was. Yeah, it was very funny. And then I think it came out of the trial that, like, uh, it wasn't a glass of wine at lunch. It was, like, three bottles of, three champagne, bottles of champagne with his with his, uh, with yeah. his uh, husband to celebrate their uh, new house or whatever. So, yeah, it's just one of those things where you're a bit like, I don't know, mate. And he's, he's, a, he's a barrister as well. And then there's something in the judgment there were just, like, you know, sort of, uh, we'll go a bit easier on him because, you know, he's sort of a, a respectable character, although he's probably not going to be practising law anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where I'm just like, is this easy for me to laugh at? Because, you know, I don't drink. And it's, yeah. you know, and I'm also, I mean, I've got a driving test on Monday again, yeah. round two. Let's get it going. Um, yeah. You know, and because I'm like, you know, I, I, I wouldn't have this problem. Yes. But also, uh, no, actually, that's quite funny and you shouldn't do that. And if you're a counsellor doing that, then, yeah, you probably should, you probably should uh, you know, get, get, get raked over the coals for it. So, you know, mm. get raked. Um, that was quite funny. Um I don't think I had a link for that. I was what, just like, yeah, I just, the... it, it just, I just remembered it was because you were talking about a, like, you know, sort of measures of, you know, oh, just yeah, sort of like, yeah, that's yeah. It, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Mm. Uh, I just like the idea of him, him trying to like just sort of weakly blow into it, so it didn't, didn't get on the. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I wonder if do you think in the future you'll be mm-hmm. able to breathalyze someone just from the sound of them breathing into a microphone from a podcast yeah i reckon that it's probably gonna be possible <laughs> i reckon it's just like a sort of the, the, using the spectroscopic qualities this of like something I, I saw about like that you can detect uh potentially there's you can if you just have a giant time series database mm. filled with all of the like neutron detectors or whatever mm. in the world or whatever a neutrino detector yeah um and then you just kind of like correlate all of that data from years and years and years 
you can apparently predict uh, earthquakes using the fact that the ship, mm. uh, the, all of this molten shit in the mantle mm. moving around, sure. it disturbs the magnetic fields and, and kind of diffracts the cosmic mm. rays in a certain sure. way. And that can yeah. then be used to work out if there's going to yeah. be a, an earthquake. I, I know they use neutrino stuff to do like building surveys right because mm. you can you can it, obviously they pass through at like a, a, a predictive rate or whatever so they like can it must take quite a long it. it must be like a really long exposure yeah. type of situation though where yeah. it takes like six months to actually to get enough yeah. like monte carlo points in your detector in the right place building scan i can't remember the details of it because yeah it, it, it it's it's one of those weird things but i, I think um uh, Jeff Minard, the building blog guy, wrote mm. something about it in the FT a while back. It was, it was really interesting. It was one of those sort of like, you know, here's this sort of... Doesn't it seem like yeah. that the sort of thing would actually get commercialised, would it? Yeah. But it turns out. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's nice to see you. I thought like you could do it quick, more quickly with high-altitude nuclear explosions <laughs> sort of above in space or whatever, and then you could just... God. A flash bulb, yeah. Just sort of, you know, get that X-ray. Make sure you got the stuff underneath. Yeah, exactly. You just lay a big X-ray, <laughs> just a big X-ray for the like, paper oh, underneath. Got a crack there, like and also get a chest uh, X-ray. Fuck. They yeah, little, yeah. Little, <laughs> you know, there's more cracks afterwards. Yeah, but, but it's a little bit like when you get an X-ray. That does, you know, they're they're, they're trying to find out if you've got cancer mm. by giving you giving low key you a one, cancer, yeah. a little bit of cancer, you know. It's a kind of homeopathy, but in reverse. Yeah. Uh, an ounce of prevention is also an ounce of potential cause of <laughs> the thing that you're trying to prevent. Mm. So, yeah, good week. Big week. Yeah, yeah. It's just been very busy. No just drink driving. Of, no drink driving, so, thankfully. Well, no yeah. no driving. Yeah. I do know. I, I did go for a drive because I had a driving lesson. Mm. Because, as I said, my sister's on Monday. But that'll, I'm hoping that'll be that'll be good. Um, Carly may got a, her license like official mm, card thing so very good. she joined the enterprise the one that car isn't the club. provisional card yeah yeah exactly <laughs> the, the one that the one that i'm just like i'm i'm really weirded out when i see people who don't have i'm just like wait what it's the this wrong color a, it's not green a, what the fuck? one yeah fuck, it's yeah. the fake one <laughs> yeah and then so she she she's joined the like enterprise car club thingy that 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 they have so they can oh yeah, just, yeah. Like, go and go and go and grab a car which is quite cool um, I always walk past because there's a little mm, parking space as well mm, where they just yeah, like, have the, yeah, yeah. Like, the vans or whatever. Mm. And I remember when um, Alex was like, when, when we were moving, Alex mm. was moving out, I was helping him move his stuff to a storage thing. Mm. And he got one of the Enterprise uh, vans, right? Yeah. And I found it very, it's, just, like, it's very futuristic. You mm. just walk up and there's a car. And then yeah. now it's, you can use the van now and then mm. you have to pay for the petrol, but I think it's all, sort of included or something. There's like a card that's mm. included for fuel. Yeah. And then there's some kind of, mm. I don't know exactly how it works financially. Maybe they get mm. like, Maybe they can give you cheaper fuel or something. Mm, yeah, that, they've got the like purpose? some bulk buy they got discount. Bulk, but I don't yeah. actually know if that's how it works, mm. but effectively yeah. there's like something in the glove box yeah. where they're there's like, like prepaid a special cards prepaid or card yeah. or something, and you have to faff about with that. Yeah. But then and then you just dump it wherever you know, park it in mm. one of those things mm. that's the same thing, and then it's gone. It is a kind of like you know you own nothing future mm. or whatever. But it was mm. kind of cool as someone yeah. that doesn't like the idea of owning a car, yeah. but does like the idea of having access to a yeah, car. No, absolutely. Like I think for where we are at the moment, it's like really you know a useful thing mm. to have because it doesn't actually cost that much like the you know sort of it that you, you pay a little bit for the membership and then it's like if you use it it was i think she was driving around for like three hours and it cost maybe like 20 quid or something yeah, like that that's quite good. reasonable you know yeah. like it's 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 you know i think it it starts to mount up if you're like you know if you want to do like a whole there's day like or a break like even yeah crossover point isn't but there? you know if, if if it's just like little bits and pieces here and there if and you've got one nearish your house storage yeah yeah exactly well, this is yeah. The thing, i was thinking oh that's actually really good and then we mm. drove to this parking spot that's just like a couple of roads away mm. and i was mm. thinking well so if that was something i could you know learn to drive mm. and then have access to that and just walk up the road and there'd be a car mm. there yeah that'd be really good and then every single time i've walked past that mm. parking spot with the yeah. end it's like it says like enterprise car yeah. or something on it on the 
the parking spot. Uh, it's, it's, it's been empty. Yeah. So I'm like, you've well, got one of the popular the, ones. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's maybe it's not not quite. Well, there's, there's meant to be one outside um, uh, Planet India, mm. and I don't think that's there most of the time. So yeah. it's like there's we we had to you know sort of, I think we had to go up to one of the ones that was a little bit further away. But it's it's it's, it's one of those things where it's like the yeah the owner owner ownershipless future is actually good for some things, and I think yeah. cars is one of the things that maybe it is actually good for, um, but. Because yeah. I, I, yeah. the thing is, there's obviously mm. a lot of like advantages to owning mm. vehicles like that. Like if you've got a, if you're like a tradesperson mm. or something like that, right? Mm. But like, it does seem like one of those things where personally, unless I lived quite far away, yeah. and I wanted to go for the whole like, mm. and I had space for like a garage, yeah. tools, and whatever, to, like work. But I just feel like vehicles now are like very abstracted in general. Yeah, it's less of a kind of like you can tinker with this thing, and more of a kind of like sure, yeah. everything. If you look at most people that like, you know put a lot of like money and time into mm. vehicles mm. it's always through some like lease agreement or mm. even like just normal cars you buy and you have like really long warranties and everything mm. on and so the whole thing is this whole like financialized thing yeah. where it's basically more of a kind of shovel money at a problem so mm. that it's not in your life anymore yeah and at that point like the actual ownership part of it becomes quite uh not really the point at that point is it like the fact that you are owning the car if the everything about the car is being handled by a series of like service providers mm. and companies. You may as well just be renting it. So yeah, it, it's right. it's it's realistically it basically becomes like an Apple device yeah. where it's like there's the you know the I mean especially with electric vehicles right like you know the the reality of you know self self servicing is very very much not a as much of a possibility as it used to be for most people. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know even if you had the 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 gear, loads of it is just like very hostile to that. You need to buy the specific part from the specific thing, and like, you may as well yeah. just pay to have it done. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess in, it works. It makes more sense in I think when something is very because the thing is with cars, right? It's not like that you can have you know unlike that. Um, I don't know if we can really talk about it. That guy that had built his own vehicle that was um, apparently had in- interacted with the health services and arrived with his I just can I fuck hang on sorry yeah, they, I'm talking about <laughs> Wait, you're, you're, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to sorry okay pause yeah unless you're doing something very sort of non-standardized with your vehicle yeah right because like you, you know you build your own computer or whatever mm. so it doesn't it doesn't really make sense necessarily for computers to kind of work like that mm. but you can see why they basically well I mean the really common thing computers to work like that is a smartphone or you have a contract and yeah, they give yeah. you a new handset mm handset every you know x number of years two years or something and that's effectively the least car model yeah so i guess it does make sense for that kind of thing but if you just like don't care but i don't think most people that do if you do work with something and it has to be specific mm. to your usage of it maybe it just comes back to the fucking steve jobs thing about whether a car is meant to be like a you know a computer or is, me- or is a computer meant to be a truck or is it meant to be a motorbike or a bicycle yeah. for the mind or whatever like it's that thing about you know i guess most for most people things are just kind of like utility yeah. devices aren't they yeah hmm. and like I, I think it's also it also does depend on like you know because we we are in a particular you know we we our, our situation both of us is one that does not necessarily require us to have to travel by a car yeah. a lot. Yeah. There are people for whom obviously ownership would make a lot more sense or the kind of like, you know, uh immediate access lease model yeah, yeah. doesn't make sense unless it's such high penetration that it might as well be a case of no one really owns it and it's just it's everywhere. Mm. Except like you say, you know, people who are like tradespeople, you know, need a van all the time pretty much for, for, for work or something like or someone who's, you know, got to transport someone who's 
got you know mobility requirements or something yeah like yeah well, exactly like, yeah which is like you know like uh, you know if you live out even not even in the countryside like just in a sort of more diffuse town yeah, or whatever yeah. like when we, we've been looking at houses out in Beverly and if we moved out there we probably would think about getting um, yeah. a, a car because A none of the enterprise cars are out that way out, yeah, yeah, and yeah, B yeah. it's like it is just it's just about far enough out that it, 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 it might be useful for us to have that sort of like if nothing else carrying capacity right you know yeah, if we want yeah. to go to the supermarket you know you can either either get a, get them to deliver which you know we could do as well but like if, if that's not easily possible um, mm. For whatever reason, then just we've got to go to, to Wix to get some lumber. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You know, when we're doing all the house house yeah. bits or whatever. That's it. Um, yeah. Well, that is. I That's... guess it's like the pickup truck <coughs> lifestyle, right? It's like mm. the kind of I could buy a house mm. really cheap in mm. God knows where mm. and renovate it, and then I'd have yeah. to be driving around mm. with bricks in the back of a van or whatever, mm. right? That would be the kind of lifestyle mm. which I do think about sometimes, and I feel like there's obviously <coughs> trade offs, and perhaps it's not. <laughs> Not quite worth it, but you mm. can. I can see the appeal, right? Mm. There's a sense of kind of um, <coughs> independence to it, or maybe it's a false independence, but sure. it's there, right? Yeah. Mm. I think that, like, it's just, just, just the the. the there, I think there is a certain feeling of freedom that comes with the ability to just like get in a car and go somewhere. Now, obviously, it's kind of limited in in a certain way because mm. you know other people exist and traffic exists well, and all these the sorts thing, of things I, I, yeah, are but yeah. like you on, on on some level there is a thing where it's like oh i have a car that means that if i want to like you know go somewhere today i can just get in my car and go somewhere and i you know will have to deal with the you know use of time and you you know cost of petrol or you know yeah, electricity yeah. or whatever it happens to be and i might have to sit in traffic for a bit and blah 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 blah, blah. but i can still just do that if i want to you know mm. it's like there's no, i don't have to worry about trains i don't have to worry about you know sort of any of the other things where it's like if because because it sort of moves the onus from uh you know the train operator or whatever onto me you know if there's a traffic jam then i can you know try and mm. work out how to get off the next exit. if there's a road closure i can work out a way around you know and then it becomes i can i can see the appeal of this right because it's like as someone who doesn't like just sort of standing still with problems i like to be able to feel like i'm working at it so i can see the appeal of having being in a situation where it's like i go i go from being um effectively passive subject of you know, well, it's like people much um, are much less scared of being in like a a car crash than in like a public transport kind mm. of crash, even though they're much less likely, right? Yeah. Because it's like if you're in your car mm. and you crash, yeah. it sort of feels like it's your fault, and sure, yeah, you yeah, could have done yeah. something about it, even if the end result is is the same. You yeah. feel like at least you're mm. in some way, and I feel like that's like a very important part mm. of the the psyche when it comes to mm. anything like that it's like however bad the thing is if you had control over it while it was happening yeah. then it doesn't feel as bad yeah. on a psychological level because it hasn't yeah. even, it taken away your sense of agency right and i think this is a lot of the stuff behind like train uh, uh, like play why people are scared of plane crashes yeah, other than yeah the fact that it's like you know it's in the sky and it feels kind of weird yeah is that planes unlike you know with with like buses or whatever it's like buses are just like big cars and like unless it something is like really like hardcore goes wrong you bus crashes are generally like all right you know yeah. the buses don't go too fast you're gonna you know sort of something it might go off you know sort of like go, go off the road or whatever but like bus crashes aren't like you know sort of mass fatality events train crashes yeah. are obviously but like trains stop all the time so it's yeah. like you know oh like you know and and train crashes are thankfully pretty rare hmm. but like plane crashes also in you know in, in, it's extremely rare very rare you know yeah. like air safety is a big thing i think they'd say extremely yeah. rare but they are still just because it's like 
once you're locked in, you know, especially if it's a long flight, right? Mm. You know, you're just like, mm. I'm in this tube for eight hours. And the second you get like a bit, you get a bit antsy turbulence. or whatever, then you're just like, why did I do this? I'm here and I've got to, basically, I've got to sit with this feeling yeah. until it goes away because I can't, I like, can't just get yeah, out. There's no like ripcord I can pull and also the unless thing is, I open yeah. the, you know. Well, the, this is exactly the thing. And at least, I mean, obviously people, you say like people don't really tend to get as like, worried about like, your train crashing mm. whatever but if you were the type of person that worried about that mm. you could just get off at mm. the station and then you know deal with it and yeah, maybe get exactly. back on the next train and be a bit late mm. whereas yeah I guess the fact that the, la- the lack of flexibility yeah. to it I think and I think that is like people do often when you like look at the kind of choices that people make in a broad sense like in their lives whether it be like day to day things or just mm. like the whole way you live your entire life I think people do often trade off like the best like optimal thing against like their feeling of agency with regard to it right so instead of like taking the best and most optimal course of action for their career or for their life people often will just take the thing that gives them the greatest sense of agency and gives mm. them the, like the feeling of well this is a thing which might not be the best thing but at least i can like get off the train rather than being locked into this or whatever yeah and and i guess that's just like normal risk management but sometimes it's not actually rational but it's like well if you know you're locking yourself into a particular course of action either short-term or long-term, then you have to deal with the fact that you feel uncomfortable mm. and you have to live your life while that's happening, right? Yeah. So you kind of can't necessarily say it's, like, suboptimal because mm. the entire point of your life is to achieve things that you, like, desire and want. Mm. So if you don't actually want to feel uncomfortable and constrained, mm. then it's like, well, you can't really do yeah, that. Yeah, you might as well just uh, yeah. get off early, so but that to speak. Doesn't, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. This sort of thing doesn't normally come up in, like, discussions of economic, like, yeah. rationality and so on. It doesn't. No- it's not normally factored in with mm. this kind of thing because it's, like, hard to... I don't know, because it's like some complica- complicated kind of social and psychological mm. thing. I don't yeah. know. Men do be afraid of committing mm. oh, to yeah, exactly. our long to, plane journey. Like, no <laughs> on a plane journey. Just looking at this. Sorry, I, I, I bought some new mic stands that we've not had the chance to uh, to, to install yet, but mm. in the bag was the receipt from Aldi. This is, this is the last from, old uh, mic stand episode. Yeah. I don't know if you'll be able to hear the su- superior sound quality of the new mic stands when they're... Yeah. These do have the little... These springs... So, which... yeah. Are these the old, old ones? I think so, these yeah. the... Oh, gosh, so we've been using these for maybe, 10 years? Probably 10 years now. Yeah, which David a... had a good, a good oh, run, time, Nearly they? 10 years. Bits of them have sort of yeah. been falling off. Yeah. Um, They've done pretty well for, well, they for all of that, haven't they? They doing terribly, no. The yeah. worst part is all the duct tape I put on them. That's, yeah. That's really... That's got a bit gross, that's so... very hot. It was a bad yeah. idea. Replacing with some some, 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 some slightly nicer stands. So this is mm. from May. An Aldi... Oh, a May Aldi. What buying in May? What were you buying? Pepsi Max. Oh. Plant menu tofu. Mm. Aldi have started doing tofu. That's a top recommendation for me. Aldi tofu, quite good, very cheap. I was going to say, um, what's the if you want to make cheap tofu? Yeah. What do you put in it? Like, what's the like filler? Is it some kind of? I don't. The thing is, I don't know whether there is. I think is it's it just actually a, cheap? Yeah, it's like the yeah. most expensive thing. It's, it, it's, it's, it's relatively expensive. It's like you oh, know, it's probably all so, right. But then. like, it's it's in smaller like it's 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 smaller quantities. But like, I think it's like two hundred grams for a pound or something like that, which is okay. you know for tofu. Tofu is quite cheap. dense. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But it's, it's it's also good because it's like a sort of little. Sorry, this is just tofu tofu chat hour. Mm. Uh, the vegan the vegan is is logged on, but uh, it's sort of like a good. It allows you to cube it really easily because it's it's mm. quite regular. 
Um, right. I, know, I, I it, it yeah. isn't kind of um, you know irregular yeah. fractal tofu. Yeah. I will say there's there's a well because the, the the big some of the big fancy ones have sort of just got this like weird like shape to them and it's sort of like oh it's yeah. irre- oh it's like the lumpy it's more, more the lumpy fruit oh it's just as good as the ones that no it isn't no it right. isn't you want a cube you want the good you want... yeah you want you want it as 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 or as regularly as you can if I had it with the sharp edges I would the cauldron stuff also good for that reason but mm. it is it is a bit more uh, wet. And you have to press the cauldron stuff more, and it's a bit less dense. Right, Whereas the right, right. Aldi stuff, it's perfect. Sorry, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm reminding myself why I like Aldi. Aldi has certain things that it just does really well for really Aldi cheap. Aldi did used to yeah. be my one of my main one of my main shops. And yeah. I guess in the pandemic, it's sort of well because the problem is then of course I moved to Hove, yeah. I was near to the big yeah, Tesco, yeah. and then when I moved back further away, it was like well that Tesco is mm. still sort of the closest, although mm. it's not. I'm sort of in a bit of a weird zone because mm. I'm too close to the centre of the town. And then it, I haven't really got into any of the cheap... I guess we order from Tesco now mm. and again. I don't know. It's not yeah. quite right. But the pandemic really disrupted my Aldi situation, is what I'm saying. Sorry, read of them. I've only been there like once or twice since. I just... I really like... There are certain things that Aldi does really well that I really like. Their Blast, mm. which is their like sort of plenty... Um, mm. Sort of kitchen roll stuff. Mm. It's genuinely... It's, it's like, I think, you know, compared to the price of... What of, of of like comparable stuff? It's pretty cheap and it's really good. It lasts forever. Mm. They're like you know their vegetables are generally pretty good. Um, <laughs> they do big tubs of peanut butter, mm. which if you they're not they don't immediately taste quite quite as nice as like the Manalife stuff. But if you add like ten grams of salt or whatever, which is basically the ratio that stir it in, you stir it in, and it's it's as good for half the price. Ooh. Maple syrup's good. It's cheaper than normal. Their dark chocolate's pretty good. Um, yeah, like the vegetables and stuff. I, I I would strongly recommend Aldi as a as a place to get your yeah. Because I've your always food. enjoyed Aldi. I mean, I think mm-hmm. a lot. I went to Lidl as well a while ago, mm-hmm. and I was really disappointed with it. Actually. Yeah, I don't like Lidl as much. I, I, there was a good. period where I was like, well, Lidl's obviously rubbish, and mm-hmm. then I kind of got into it for a bit. And I think maybe they were trying to impress people at the mm-hmm. time. And and then the last time <laughs> I went in there, I was like walking through the like, I think it was like the fish or the meat aisle, mm-hmm. and there was just like a, a like a. You know, because they have those like sort of fridges, freezers you mm. can like open and close yeah. with a big thing. Rather than it, you know, I guess it's to save money probably. Mm. Like they've got doors on them. Yeah. And there was just a whole load of just like bits of chicken that had just come out of a packet, just like on the bottom like Lovely. bit. I was Lovely. just walking past yeah. that. I was, you know, like the kind of pink mm. juice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, hmm, might not be getting anything from this <laughs> aisle at all. <laughs> so that was that was that. Um, I remember, yeah, Aldi, we used to get... What was it? Bless you. Well, from Lidl, when I was, like, a student, I think I used to just buy, like, large quantities of their extremely unhealthy iced tea, peach (laughs) iced tea in, like, the giant cartons. It was, like, two litres of iced tea, where it was, like, probably about 200 grams of sugar in the entire thing. Like, an entire, like, Tate and Lyle just in in there. Um, I was talking to someone recently who who, who just sort of, like, was they, they were eating, and they were just, like... Yeah, I'm not having any breakfast, so I'm going to have uh, some milkshake and some Smarties and some. And I was like, "You like? Are you diabetic? You were right. You need a like bit of, you, you need a little you, bit of blood sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell! I, 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 because I've been trying not to eat sugar lately. Yeah, I'm doing a pretty good job of it. But like, I really do feel like when I when I'm like, you know, when I see other people eat like that, I'm just like, 
this is giving me this is making me feel like because I, I identify right like that <laughs> yeah, thing where yeah, it's like yeah. I used to eat this shit loads okay. of sugar and yeah. then I stopped doing it and I was like mate it really does something to you when you do it like that you know when you're just like you know you're, you're just like you banging like a, loads well, yeah, of yeah definitely kind of like then you get this weird lethargic thing yeah you know apparently, 100% yeah which apparently isn't real but I think it is it fucking like, is real to, every time I oh, your yeah. blood wants to go to your digestive yeah. system and then none of it's in your brain and you want to have to sit yeah. down till it equalizes every again, time right? I eat like an excess amount of sugar mm. you, especially if it's like you know sort of like early afternoon or whatever I will have a at least two hour nap afterwards <laughs> like it's, it's, it, it just knocks me knocks me out like nothing else like it's 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 real that's I don't know mm. I think they're, they're lies it's one of those things where you're just like oh actually you know your metabolism doesn't slow down when you get older until you get to like 50, 60 no it does it does it does you uh, get, like <laughs> it's really weird actually because like I, I am becoming one of those people who's like experts of hate I, 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 I have always Brexit thought, was good actually I remember when my my cousin my my <laughs> my second eldest mm. cousin who was getting married 10 no 14 years ago so she, i guess she was like about 30 then so yeah. now she's in her early 40s um she was like yeah you know when you get to 30 you know you'll notice this like you're only a teenager but in a few a few years in a decade or so when you get to 30 mm. you know it all slows down you've got to just start running just yeah. so you can like have a wedding you have to start running so that you can actually you know have a nice mm. wedding where you feel like you're not fat or whatever and i was like you're not fat and she's like yeah but i feel like i am mm. you know and now i'm thinking hang on like yeah, I guess maybe that is true because I do feel like my metabolism isn't what it used to be. Like, I do feel like a kind of like, um, like it was weird actually in like COVID because like first year of COVID, I lost like tons of weight because I just, I guess, wasn't eating. I was trying to like not go out and buy food, so I wasn't yeah. eating as much and it kind of worked or maybe like stress did mm. it, right? But the next year of like the second year of COVID, I just put on loads of weight yeah. and it went the opposite. Yeah. So everyone was like, "Oh, I, I lost loads of weight during yeah. COVID. Oh, I put on loads of weight. I did both." Yeah. So now I'm like, "No, me too." Te- I'm yeah. like twelve kilos more than I was in 2020, which yeah. isn't it's more than I, than I want to be. I don't feel yeah. fat, but no, I feel you, like, you don't. You don't. You yeah. don't look like. But if I did another you, yeah. 12 it, kilos, it's not noticeable. That I can't. You I can't keep doing. No, every two years, it's, it's not. It's not <laughs> But like, I, I, well, in, during first lockdown, I was like, I was staying with my parents and like just eating quite well and going for walks in the country, long walks in the countryside every day. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I think I hit probably my lowest ever adult weight then. Well, and then it, right? I got back to Brighton. I was just like, oh, deliverer, I guess. And then I put on like shitloads, and I've. I've, I've normalized out now but it was yeah it was it was quite something i was like oh wow that's that's really you know hmm. it really it really did uh it really did like sort of yeah loop me around like that oh the one thing is mm. i always think why don't i lose weight in the summer mm. because i don't eat very much in the summer because no, when it's yeah. warm you don't want to yeah. eat which i don't know mm. alex was telling me this is apparently something that like men have and women don't which mm. i don't know if it's true what but uh not wanting to eat when it's warm i don't know i think that's i think that's true maybe I've, it's I've, true no, no sorry i don't know no, not that it's sorry it has not been my saying, observa- are you sexist yeah. or not it, yes it has not been, <laughs> it has not been my observation that there's a the gender mm, difference mm, in that. I think that ev- uh, most people have the it's hot and I'm not very hungry. Well, yeah, that's why we noticed, literally yeah. every day this week we have been like we were going to cook something. I would rather just like have some hummus and pizza or something well, yeah, exactly, or whatever, yeah. just because it's like it's been. Well, like today, like I just baked some bread. Right? Yeah. I've, I've just had the like, yeah. you know, the, the bread mixes in yeah. the cupboard. Like I'm like, oh, it's just yeah. time to, like over the weekend. Like all yeah. we had was like bread and yeah. salad. Well, yes, stuff, yesterday right? we were going to have um, we we got some um, burgers or something like that, and we were going to ha- we were going to have them, and then I I 
was going through his bee and they had some like half price for catcher. Hmm. I got a couple of bits of half price catcher. We cut it up and had that with Baltimore Vinegar and, and olive oil. And then after nice. that, we were just like, we're fine. That's we don't the, yeah, we'll have the, the we'll, and I'll, I'll have the burgers after 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 the recording. I'll be heading home and have some some, some delicious burgers. Because I just like you know, for, yeah. this is the thing. Like mm-hmm. the problem I get sometimes, I yeah. just like forget to eat. Mm-hmm. And then if it's been like the whole day, when it gets to like three or mm-hmm. four o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. I just get this weird like I'm like oh yeah. something's not right. Yeah, like I feel kind of like hot and cold mm-hmm. and a bit shaky, and I'm like oh yeah. no, I don't, yeah. I don't. There's not enough glucose in my it's brain. Sure, that, yeah, it can't work properly. What's going it's, on? It's weird because I don't think of myself as someone who's like that. I can definitely. Definitely, because I think that's just because I've got my like routine quite fixed I, yeah, in my head. Of like, it's only you know, when I change yeah, the routine that I yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah, because I'm, I'm like, you know, porridge first thing, like before. Well, not before anything your, else, but like I've got my, I've got my, uh, my regular stuff. You know, I have it prepared. Well, presumably, and like, your you know. your system is learning yeah. to compensate for. You know, it's like, can I inject a lot of insulin into yeah. your bloodstream at this particular time? You yeah, know? but like when when I'm, it's less less so when I'm not medicated. But when I'm medicated, I'm like. I I can just like I have to force myself not to, but I can just like be like, oh, I won't have lunch. I'll just have a protein bar or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And it's like it'll get me through because I'm not just sitting there being like, wonder what's for dinner. Which you know, which I definitely would be uh, otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, you know. I feel like that's something because it's worse in in winter because there's like nothing <laughs> to do. Like no one's going out and doing anything. There aren't yeah. like any events. There yeah. aren't like there, you can't just like you know go to the beach and have a yeah, nice yeah, time. Yeah. You're not going to be like distracting yourself. You'll yeah. just be sitting there thinking like, oh, it's two o'clock. I've just had lunch. Mm. Anyway, thinking about dinner now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And gonna... just like, and you know what dinner will be? It'll be something nice and warm. Something that and takes hearty. a long time to cook. Exactly, yeah. And also, it's going to be lots of it because, yeah. you know, cooking in bulk, yeah. you know, it's really nice and hearty. <laughs> you have a giant pot. Exactly, and then, exactly. You know, and it's just like, it. the, 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 it'll be all warm and I can have something. I can have, you know, ideally something that's like very, you know, sort of deep and flavorful and umami and then just loads just of carbs of some kind with it. Like, yeah. It's going to be great. And when it's in the summer, it's like I'm already ambiently getting. Uh, mm a hig just from the yeah. fact that it's warm and yeah. so I'm not really needing that and then I forget to eat and it's really and then I had this on is it yeah it must have been Wednesday right because me and Kat met up and went to Pompoco which I love for a while and it's very filling yeah. like you get you still get quite a lot for yeah. your money it's still fairly cheap I think they've put the price up a tiny bit but hey. it's absolutely first time in fucking years is, I, don't know, yeah. I think it used to be for two people like just under 20 pounds and mm. now it's just over 20 pounds yeah. which is still like very good right? yeah, yeah, it's still like crazy 100% um, and like for a drink and a side and mm. two you know big yeah, yeah. stacks of quantities of rice Mm. like sticky rice Um, but the thing is it's like I got halfway through it and I'm like I can't finish this I just feel really heavy now we had to sit in like Pavilion Gardens for like two hours like just (laughs) before this comedy Mm. thing right and I was just like sitting there just like oh I feel really weird I just too much food I hadn't eaten all day yeah that was that was good actually I don't know um, so I was going to write comedy on a card but I'm too warm to write any cards I've got two blank cards that could be the first one that could be the first one comedy it was interesting right so Carly May what do you think about comedy did a yeah Carly May did a uh, a comedy course mm. and then it was the the performance bit of the comedy course the the sort of the you know the the, the show at the end um and it was it was really it was really interesting to watch. I thought like it was. So was it like a six week sort yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end of it, they were like, you know, you get five, you get your type five or whatever the fuck. And like, what I'm, kind of process is that for like? Because I was thinking, mm. how would I run anything mm. that was meant to get someone from yeah. not ever having done something before to 
doing mm. it in front of people at yeah. the level, uh, in mm. not at the level of, but in the yeah. same kind of setup as a professional does it. Yeah. So I think a lot, there was a lot from what I gathered. You know, I sort of how many got, hours got a the, week is it? Uh, I think it's like a couple of hours. Right. So it's been like you know twelve so you hours maybe or so. Twelve prep, hours, or so hours. And plus, the, I think there was like homework and stuff right, like that. Right. Right. And they right. did. What was nice is that the group all you know sort of they were they were sort of friends you know they, they became friends and they sort of met well, yeah, up afterwards yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, out, outside of, of hours yeah. and stuff which is yeah because a lot of it seemed to be like you know sort of they'd be set up with some you know sort of like maybe the, the session would be like some <clears throat> stuff about constructing a you know constructing jokes or whatever and like mm. how stuff works and you know here's a way that you can do this kind of thing and here's a way that you can do that so you know it's sort of like what was interesting is actually what i remembered from the description is you could tell some of the performers i could see at what point they had sort of you know, sort of like started to build their sets right, because I yeah, was like yeah, yeah. jokes from early on, which were like, um, you know, if anybody there was one of the one of the, the bits of homework that they were given was like, you know, sort of try and come up with something funny about your name or whatever or something like yeah, some old yeah, yeah. Sort of, sort of like a profession that could be leaves linked to your name or something like that. But like, yeah. it's one of those things where like people were doing lots of stuff about you know my name is this and that means this. That's about that was a half of, of yeah. like stand up is asserting your own personality yeah. as yeah. a character, right? Establishing yeah. the character <laughs> that you're playing, right? Yeah, and like. That was it. Was it was interesting because it was like it was sort of, sort of you could see the stuff that they were going for, and you could see where it come again for me at least because I've been told over the six yeah, weeks yeah, like what yeah. what roughly what was going on um, for for the stuff, and you could sort of see from that what the you know what the what what where it had you know where bits had originated, and then you had it was it was it wasn't completely like uniform in style but they all definitely had a no no one was like doing a Stuart Lee tribute yeah, whatever, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. what I like because I think Hazel yeah, I was, was like, for, I was like yeah. someone going to do yeah. something like that because Hazel was like what would you do and I was like I'd probably, I just, I would yeah, probably, I'd probably just be a bad Stuart Lee <laughs> yeah, knockoff exactly, exactly. like you know or I'd just do like a a, a, a lengthy disc- disquisition on like Epstein or something like that but with yeah. jokes Yeah. Um, but yeah no I would 100% just be like you know sort of uh, you know, although at one point Carly Rae did do not because when Stuart D does Lee does it's usually pretending to be she did do the reading off a piece of paper thing well, yeah, which yeah, I yeah, always yeah, appreciate yeah. so a favorite favorite uh, Stuart Lee bit but yeah um, so the, yeah so anyway the point is that it was the you know the, the comedy performance thing was um, really good like generally I think the the quality was high I felt there were a few people who were like. And I don't think this was this speaks negatively of them, but they were just clearly very anxious. Absolutely. You know, they were not stage comfortable, which yeah. you know, understandable. I, I I would almost yeah. certainly be like that. I, I am someone who has you know I've spoken at big conferences. You know, I play music in front of people. You know, like at least once a month. Like mm-hmm. I do all this stuff, but like every different sort of thing that you do as a performance it's or in front new, of people it's, it's a, a new, new kind thing. of fear exactly. like it's a new kind of like, also, you, you know. can't get into your little mind space of this is mm. the thing I did before yes yeah. when it's like a comfortable mm. thing right it's mm. like a bit like kind of like oh well this is kind of mm. for example like, if we did this podcast in front mm. of an audience yeah. I don't know if I'd find it that it depends like maybe it was a, if it was like you know fucking Wembley or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, if it was like a pub and we were all just yeah. like sitting and talking in yeah. front of it this would feel sufficiently normal like, 50% of the experience is is just like the fact that I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah. And that would all be something I already knew and therefore it would be like okay in front of a group of people. I'd probably find it slightly unnerving. Mm. But whereas if it's something that I'd just never done before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and I guess presumably then you have like rehearsals you do no, with, your, yeah, with yeah, yeah. your friends or whatever but yeah, and that's why it was, it was a friendly audience. It was like basically, you know, just friends and family and stuff. But like, yeah. it was, it was, and, and again, you know, entirely understandable. But like, it was, it's really noticeable, like, who had sort of a bit of stage presence to them, yeah, right? You know, yeah, people yeah. who were like, because some of the people were like delivering stuff in a manner that was a bit sort of like, 
it almost felt rehearsed in a way, like not. Yeah. Because no, no, I think totally. that you want obviously you know there's the verbatim comedy like thing where yeah. you learn your lines. Yeah, exactly. Right? And a lot of actual like <clears throat> professional stand-ups <throat> do that. No, um, yeah, and like can yeah. work for them. obviously. Yeah. But it's interesting that mm. people have like different approaches, yeah. right? Because like, and obviously it's like you know that th- th- there are a lot of <laughs> I think there was did someone someone once. I can't remember what it was. I think it was it was a an Al Murray bit where like he people kept <laughs> accusing him of not of, of you know sort of not having a, a routine or whatever, like you know audience members would make yeah. jokes about it or whatever. And he did like some extended like monologue from you know some some Shakespeare monologue or something yeah, in the yeah. middle of one of his shows to to, to make Proof a point. That he just can like this is the, this is yeah, but this is this is like the whole thing is this. Yeah. It might not look like it, but it it, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I know I felt like. It was interesting to see that when comedy is, you know, when it's delivered not ineffectively, but in a manner that is clearly just, oh, maybe over rehearsed. It's not yeah, even over rehearsed. Yeah, yeah. It's just that it felt like I was being, I was being acted at because yeah. comedy is, you know, all. Or, you know stuff that's being performed to an audience is to an extent a participatory yeah, thing it's like a conversation because it's, yeah it's because yeah. it's like you know you're you're vibing with the audience and you're sort of there's a shared the experience space being created yeah. uh but also you know there is it's still different because there's no you know you you're the way that the artifice of comedy works is that you're you know you're sort of it's about stand-up comedy works is that you're being introduced to this sort of Mm -hmm. you know this this person this person is going to do stuff and there's the possibility of not just heckling but you know like audience interaction and stuff in the way that Mm. isn't as normal in the theater yeah so it did feel a bit like distancing i guess to have that sort of that you know that that artifice there and then there are a couple of people um who i thought did what i would consider to be like a sort of more you know like normal comedian you know They've got their material, but also they're happy to do a bit of, yeah, yeah, of yeah. business or whatever. And I, you know, I, like Carly May, she you know seemed very comfortable on the stage, which really nice. Yeah. And she had, you know, she was sort of like the mic stand fell over, and she just did lots of bits of, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Of, you know, sort of act, you know, physical you, comedy. You, you have to work out yeah. if, if a thing that's already happening is funny, then yeah. don't stop it. No, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. about rolling with the thing that's already happening. Absolutely, and to encourage that. It's like gardening yeah. or whatever. Yeah. If one thing starts growing. Yeah, like, right. I guess my garden mm. is going to be like a, a yeah. pear garden now yeah. because the pears are doing well, right? And then that's the thing that happens. Right? Like, I think that's why that stuff is it's, it's good because what you're seeing is when those sorts of things happen. If you have a sort of like emergent thing, mm. then. Like the pear garden technique. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the, the pear garden technique. You're, you're seeing, you're seeing the, 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 you know, the, the, the process in real time. Mm. Like it's not like you're just, yeah. However, well designed the, you know, a mechanism that you know sort of unspools without any external input. Mm. It's still, it's, it's, its beauty is limited by its sort of like self-containedness for me. Yeah. If you like, don't have loamy soil, yeah, then you won't get <laughs> an orchard. Yeah, because I, I was talking to Cat about this, and I was, we were trying to work out like what we would do, right? Because Cat mm. recently did a um, mm. like you know, like the sort of thing you do like a, uh, a like you know, office sort of thing where mm. you do like a you know, you do like a presentation about sure. you know, just a kind of general like mm. here's like doing presentations and communication. Sure, skills, yeah, yeah. Things. And she she did a a presentation about the sims nice. and it was like five minutes right so similar kind yeah, of time scale yeah. and i was like i'm pretty sure that a lot of things essentially come down to that just pick a topic mm. that you know a lot about but mm. that you also know like interesting like funny yes. things about. Yeah, yeah, i think yeah. i was talking to hazel about this mm. as well and i was like hazel you could do a really good just like like funny things about mm. the titanic 100 right that yeah, would just yeah, be yeah. a great because again it's also like you're learning about the person
person, which is that they're really into this specific thing mm-hmm. at least, and therefore yeah. you get an idea of who they are yeah. by the way that mm-hmm. not only the thing they talk about, but their opinions on yeah. it, right? You're also getting like some information that's like mm-hmm. actually kind of novel, but yeah. also like interesting. Mm-hmm. And then you're also getting like some kind of takes on something that you mm-hmm. probably already know about, but you don't know that much about, but yeah. like taken to it in a different place. Yeah. There's a little there's a twist on yeah. it, right? It's a bit, it's a bit cringe, like but like I, I remember when I was out in Canada, like they that when we, we had an evening where we did like a sort of PowerPoint party thing where it was like, yeah, you this, know, yeah, everyone right. just yeah. sort of, you know, made Well, a, this is like halfway between yeah. the two. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Between like office office mm-hmm. communication training and like yeah. stand-up course, right? Yeah. It's like you're trying to do a thing to make your friends laugh, but like yeah. it's sort of, it's still constructing something out of the things that you're interested in yeah. in a way that's like, because yeah, if you're interested in something and it's got a certain level of something to it that you can, you know, talk about in a certain way, mm. then you're generally going to be able to make, your your enthusiasm will give you the, you know, the sort of, Mm. Uh, the, the 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 buzz of the thing, and you can riff yourself, riff your way around it, and engage your way around yeah, it, yeah, and, yeah. and what have you. Um, and yeah, it's just it's it, it 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 can it can go really nicely. Because if you've yeah. already yeah. been ambiently thinking about a topic for many years of your mm. life, right, it's easy to mm. then do riffs on it. Because yeah. if so, if you're just really into, so it's like the guy that does the like, what was it you were telling me about the guy, oh, the that Doctor Who guy, Doctor yeah, Who yeah, guy, yeah, right? Exactly. If I was just, thinking of him. That, as well, if, yeah. if there's like you know 0.5 percent mm. of your brain is just like Doctor yeah. Who facts, yeah. then it's like absolutely yeah. you can just go for that precisely. Yeah, yeah. Well, because you know, if 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 he was asked to like you know riff with an audience member who was like going to ask him like nerd questions or whatever, like I have no doubt that he would be able to like do that in character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as as that person because it's the character is sufficiently well developed that he knows where it would you know what what the character state would be and his understanding of the topic is well developed enough that it's like see that's one of the yeah. things the main difficulty is corpsing I think yes right? when, you, when you're yes. doing a character because yeah. when you're just a yeah. you know when, you, when you're meant to be yeah. this kind of although I guess if you then can take it further and be the kind of character yeah. who would because for example yeah. right like Alan Partridge mm. right it's Steve yeah. Hoon's often corpsing but yeah. then he does it in the Alan Partridge kind of way yeah. laughing and so you, he is able to like yeah. have like a let off steam in mm. that way right whereas I think if you're going to just be like a quite a, a serious nerd type guy yeah you, you know can't I mean? really be but yeah you can't be laughing at yourself but well, like, at least you can yeah. do the kind of ah, ah. I'll see you actually you might mean the uh, yeah. you know the ribos operation so one of my one of my, my favourite uh, sorry uh, uh, Doctor Who uh, merchandise is... idea a team oh. called the Roybus operation um <laughs> I've got any other Doctor Who tees Doctor Who tees uh, oh fuck um the trouble is snog teas, <laughs> snog tea, teapots. <laughs> Fuck's sake! An epic nerd. Is tea. that still uh, a company? Probably. Were they ever a company? Oh, I don't. A website. Know, all of those fucking uh, like le- you know copyright dodging. Uh, yeah. So someone must have brought them down somehow. Either that, or they're still going. You know, still doing like Owned mashups by, of by Kim whatever's cool now. now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kim.com source of probably one of the funny like you know The Economist right it's mm. like you know act or drive it is actually written by like 23 year old grads or whatever and you yeah, can you all, can, you, you as can, I've yeah. got older I've been mm. able to see more and more through yeah. that as I've got further away mm. from being 23 yeah and you can because t- I remember they did although a, I think I was yeah. seeing through it before I was 23 yeah well I mean like the, the, the ideology <laughs> at least is, is pretty yeah. transparent but like the, the, I remember reading one of their things once where it's about you know Kim.com compares himself to the, uh, to the, to the, to the Austin Powers uh, character Doctor E but in fact it's more like the Austin Powers of character Fat Bastard and I was like I mean that you know that's the sort of thing that I would write certainly uh, but uh, you know it's like this isn't this. I don't know how that one got past the editor like you know or they did the, 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 that one story about weed where it was just full of weed puns or whatever you know it's all very like mm. I like again I, I know the kind of person that wrote this 
Uh, and it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, they really, really did get a lot out of that whole no bylines thing. Mm. You know, they're, they're, they're really getting away with it there. But yeah, um, the, the, the comedy stuff was really, yeah. it was just, it was like, hey, it sort of made me think like, is this something that I would like to do? Because it, it was just, it seemed like fun, you know? Mm-hmm. The trouble is obviously like, I don't know what the, 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 the vibe is for people. Like, what's the equivalent of, like, you know, someone who's got a band that plays, you know, sort of, like, various, you know, sort of small like venues a, like and little band. bits? Yeah, I guess open mics or something like that. Yeah. But, like, you know... But, yeah, where'd you go with it? Right? Yeah, because it's, like, you know, you can do... I, I like, it has yeah. a specific mm. setting, a specific yes. time and place, right? Yeah. And I feel like putting up stand-up routines, like lockdown style mm. from your house and yeah. on the internet yeah. it's not really it is no it? and it's, you know what I mean? it's, it's also not like the fun of it like the good thing about stand-up is that you get to vibe with an audience yeah, you know? yeah it's exactly. like you get to you get to that's why get when you're a tiktok feedback. influencer you have to go out into the public and harass them right? yeah exactly <laughs> there has to be an audience there somewhere yeah the, the, the audience has to exist in that way but um yeah i think I would, I would, it's one of those things where it's like, not, obviously, it's one of those, you know, starting a sentence with like, I wouldn't want to be too successful at this, if, if as if I, I am certain that I would, but you, you don't, I, I feel like I would well, no, not. No one that's in yeah. comedy ever talks about yeah. that that's what they wanted to do, yeah. right? That, like, <laughs> but, the cliche, yeah. right? Specifically. They're always a little yeah. bit cringed out by their yeah. own success, right? <laughs> Specifically, though, I would not want to do the kind of like touring around you know kind mm. of stuff I, I think there's a local comic who doesn't really do who's like sort of very locally focused Dave Fensom who's like you know I've got kids I've got to look after I can't yeah, be yeah, doing yeah, all yeah, this yeah. which is you know I'm I'm absolutely big yeah. up for that like you know um, I think I'd, every village yeah. should have one yeah I think. I'd like I'd like to do you know a bit of a bit of that sort of thing I think it'd be I, I definitely you know if there was a if there's a course going I'd be tempted to give it a go but again I really I, I would worry that it would just be you know just me doing <laughs> you know all of my favourite like Stuart Lee well, yeah exactly yeah. Mike noises yeah Mike yeah. noises Reading walking into the audience but then just sort of walking around and walking back yeah. into the stage and doing anything <laughs> yeah uh, you know making someone you know re- 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 I, uh, one of the things that you did in one of the recent shows that I really enjoyed was uh, making someone else read off a piece of paper yeah, yeah, which yeah. is a joke about the fact that he pretends to read off pieces of paper all the time and this time actually has written something on a piece of paper <laughs> I guess I know it's it's you know it, I, I would I would like to try it but it was it was just really nice to you know really nice to see what you know six six weeks of a training course exactly if yeah. you're someone who's got a bit of like you know stage I think confidence if I think do, it's all about like, the, the material right? yeah if you know funny things <laughs> yeah right? if you can think of a funny thing to mm. so because mm. we're talking to cat and i was saying like the closest thing i can think of that i've done to that mm. was when it was at that party that she had to, many mm. years ago right yeah. where we were i was about to put on smart girls by mm. brian wilson and i was like just for the benefit of people here that don't know mm. smart girls by brian wilson here's a little little presentation well I'll, I'll tell you the history of the song and, and, and you know the stuff around it which ended up being like quite funny and I'm like yeah. maybe that is the kind of content right it's just a here's a thing that you might mm. not know about and yeah. like I'll tell you about it and it's a funny 100%. thing which like, really is just like you know I, I remember back in the day like my dad who was a you know a, a sort of FE lecturer for, for a while said that like you know you've got to the, like engaging students is like you know a game of you've got to pick what character you want to be and yeah you know, like any form of presentation to an audience is in theory 
like this, right? Like yeah, there yeah. are some things where it's like it's more difficult to make like explaining partial differential equations into a into a routine or whatever. But like mm. if there's an element of like sort of factual material presentation and you are the setting allows for it so like you know not a c-suite you know sort of yeah let's yeah, spend yeah. All, all the money on this thing kind yeah. of stuff then a degree of levity is i would say almost always positive yeah absolutely you know with or just like a degree examples. of emotional yeah. connection because right? yeah. Yeah. Like, for example like lecturing is a good example because yeah. you've got to like You've, when you're teaching someone anything, you have to take them on some kind of emotional journey, mm-hmm. right? You have to take them on some kind of like you can't learn anything if you're not experiencing some kind of emotion mm-hmm. about it. I believe that's yeah. that's my like yeah, rough yeah, approximation, yeah. right? So if you're like teaching someone about partial differential equations, you have to connect that with something that like they care about, right? And more so than I need to pass the test, like you actually have to somehow uh, take a uh, something about the thing and mm-hmm. s- sort of. S- narrativize it so that it ends up creating a kind of like meaningful exchange which is why I mean I don't know if this is necessarily true of everybody right? but it's, I think it's fairly common that you get people that say oh I found it much more like easy to understand like history than mm. I did say like physics yes because there yeah, was yeah, evidently yeah. a kind of like narrativization yeah, 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 of it yeah. where this person had a desire and they went out and they got it and then they paid a price and then they yeah. came back return, you know whatever right yeah. that kind of thing like most of those things have that going for them and the more successful like types of like of education do like narrativize stuff and they also connect stuff to a kind of like a feeling of like an you know an aha moment or whatever like not to go part yeah. but like the, the feeling of the like um you know, when when you're like learning something and it has a an effect on you whereby you feel like now suddenly things previously that you didn't understand yes, that weren't yes, that yeah, exact thing yeah. now make sense. I you have to connect it to something that's you, you can't just you can't just insert like a, a thing into someone's brain. That, yes, that isn't how the yeah. brain works. You need to fit it to, into like, the rest yeah, of it. It needs to integrate. You need to spend right? a lot of time yeah. like getting up yeah. all the all like the yeah. local, the bits nearby and then so that you can then yeah. you know put it in the right place. Which on is the shelf, honestly right? why I think that a lot of uh, you know I I've certainly experienced this. When I try to learn something that's like quite new, it takes a few it's runs. It's new enough that there's it. not yeah. enough that yeah. it can connect to. Yeah. So you need to like if you go for it a few times then it's like it creates the sort of hooks that yeah. you, you know because you remember it you do it once you do it twice and then you've got a few things there so the third time you can really make a go of it because you're like i remember these things from the last time and it's mm. like, it gives me enough that i can then sort of proceed through i guess you know it's one of those things where like i would ideally like to be able to work out a way of like picking you know getting the hooks in quicker you know getting this yeah of like... i mean the main thing i've heard with learning is that like, you should in general try to do things and practice things but in as many different situations as possible that are really sure. different that's why the whole idea of like if you try and learn something and teach it to someone else yes. then you learn yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. but that's basically because you're like looking at the thing from both sides the side of getting mm. it into your brain and getting it out you've now got like more coverage on it yeah. right but then also like trying to express it in different you know in a visual or an audio or a kinesthetic <laughs> way right <laughs> you know, if you've got like when you get if you're getting kicked you know the shit out of you behind the bike yeah. shed while they're yelling at you about partial differential equations, exactly. you remember that. I mean, yeah. it is true that the well, emotion that I associate most with partial differential being, equations being, is being, despair. Yeah, uh, being kicked, being metaphorically kicked in the shins. Kicked in the gym, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it is weird because I do often feel like it would be useful to like learn something more, but then. Mm. Part of the the way that the learning process works is in meant to optimize things so that you don't have to learn things you don't need to, right? And so, in general, if you do something enough, you will learn it, yeah. right? And ha- trying to like speed run that process, I think, can only be so successful I, because yeah. it's a little bit of a kind of like there's a lot of like boring computer things which I 
used to just remember when I was younger. Mm. But now, not only do I not remember those things, but similar things that I learn now, I just still don't. I don't recall them because it's like some boring server thing I have to do, and I do it regularly. But yeah. like, I just do the same thing, and I'm not interested in it. It's just a thing I have to do. Yeah, I do it, and then yeah. the next time I don't remember how to do it because it just wasn't interesting to me, yeah. right? So I don't think those things, like things like that, that are just a kind of like here's a gap in yeah. my knowledge, and I need to yeah. fill it just because there's a gap there. Yeah, I don't know if you can in theory like perfectly optimize I, those. I, I genuinely, I think that's one of the reasons why it's like the sort of I don't know like curiosity led yeah. learning and stuff like that. so I was I remember listening a few years ago to like a a, a podcast by some people about um pro wrestling mm. and what was really interesting is like you could tell from the way they talked about it that they were like you know enthusiastic amateurs but like the way that they got into it or the way that they, they the way their way in was like they knew a bunch of stuff but it was all stuff that like was joined along an axis that you wouldn't necessarily so that it, it, it mm. was a it was that it was one of those things where it was like they'd seen a bunch of clips of x person in this promotion or they'd like you know they followed this one wrestler so it was like rather than being like i follow this promotion or whatever which is like maybe a more yeah. quote unquote normal way of doing it, or like i watch the wwe they have the history of the yeah. wwe but like through one wrestler yeah. yeah so it's like they know where he was at this you know they right. know what was going on in a few specific points or whatever yeah, 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 yeah. and then it's like a lot of the rest of the time it was like you know it's just like and we know a lot about this because this one guy we really like was 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 here for a time because having that i don't know i feel like that sort of that, weird like, it's like, like let's say it's just like you're really into randy orton and so mm, he's like yeah. the ruler that you put on your like yeah like, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, by, yeah. You know, and it's like it's like on the Star Wars wiki, right, where it's like, you know, after the Battle of Yavin or whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's like after the WrestleMania, like, you know, 26 or whatever. Yeah. No, it, well, I mean, very much so, right? It's like the idea of having the things that... And I, I, I listening to it, I was like... Because there's another podcast called How To Wrestling, which is like one of the bigger ones. It's by the guy who does the Attitude Era podcast and his girlfriend. It's basically right. him sort of explaining to her, again, you know, sort of like the gimmick is she's, she's you know, it wants to get into wrestling and like it's, it's it's funny because it's like they've been going for long enough now that it's like time to, you know, time yeah, to yeah, stop. it's like come on <laughs> you know at this You've point you, you you know more about wrestling than like most they fans to get into you know more and more fucked yeah. up obscure yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like and now we're gonna so this is yeah. an amateur show yeah exactly this is this is that this is that like uh that that fucking promotion that bassy sent me a link from one time where it's like some backyard shit and one of the guys is yeah, called yeah. rob banks and he's wears like a, a balaclava <laughs> Bassi sent that to me. He was just like, "This is one of your progress, lads." Yeah, very funny. Um, <laughs> but the um, yeah, no. So, so you know that that is sort of very like constructed, almost right. It's yeah. like sort of very you know you get presented the sort of the, the greatest hits or something like that. And it's like it's a fine show. Like, and I, I you know I get the, the 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 thing of it, and it's like quite nice. And I think there's a sort of you know it's, it's got a lot to recommend it. But at the same time, like the way that they the other the other folk talk about wrestling, and I'm being deliberately vague because I cannot remember almost anything about it yeah, other yeah. than I think one of the hosts is called Kath Barbadoro, and she's like a New York comedian person. Because I remember one of the Red Scare people being very like mean about her. Incidentally, by the way, you know, outside of anything else, the reason the Red Scare people are bad is they just seem like horrible people <laughs> who are like pointlessly unpleasant. Like that's mm. that's the thing that I object to about them. Like whatever, you know, their their, their politics, I don't care they just seem like unpleasant people anyway it's the good bad yeah. nice nasty two, yeah. two yeah, uh, exactly. dimensional thing yeah you know? like you know they are very much you know <laughs> yeah I, so sorry not the point um, the, I, I feel like the, the sort of like oh we we just like you know watched a bunch of stuff and it, it all sort of fell into place stuff mm. feels more honest to me because like that is how you 
actually do get into things mm. like unless if you're trying to get into something as someone who isn't like a, you know if you're a kid and you watch you know fucking Raw or every week or whatever because yeah, it's yeah, on, yeah. that's one you know that's well, like they, that's, because it, then yeah. it's just anchored to the time yeah. that is your life as yeah. you were growing up exactly like, literally like you remember like what age you were when no 100% happened, right? well like I, you know I have that for something like, I don't know like um, if I think about like the Star Trek you know sort of like BBC showed like Next Generation DS9 Voyager mm. and I remember like throughout my childhood basically exactly. they yeah, were like yeah, you know yeah. sort of be the next generation was on like after my swimming lessons and you know i remember like voyager because that was the the last one was on and then enterprise which didn't get shown on the bbc it was on channel four was like sort of a little bit a little bit of of, of yeah it's secondary school um, i think that was the first time i'd ever like watched star trek oh really when that was (laughs) was like what is this is it all like this (laughs) (laughs) yeah and, and, and like you know you sort of you, you you have a sort of like I've still never really watched Star Trek in any great. Yeah, I've watched about a dozen yeah. Star Trek episodes, yeah, yeah. sort of things in it's, my life, and I've enjoyed yeah. it. I just it's, it's never quite hit me at the right time. You know, it's 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 one of those things where it's like I don't you know I I I would absolutely if I were the kind of person who could like watch binge watch series because I think I've lost that ability now. Mm. But if I were the kind of person, I would be very happy to sit down and like rewatch sort of like series like two to seven of next gen or whatever in you know mm. deep space nine because it, it's really good it's just like good tv if yeah. you want like good 90s like very it's very like, like you comfort know, food yeah it? exactly that's normally something i say for the winter right that's like sure a winter yeah yeah, yeah maybe because ne- i think last winter me and cat were like we've got to start watching x files or something yeah. oh no x files is banger as well yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. it's like it's been on my yeah. list for like 10 years or whatever well, i was i was i was talking to um i had a i had a, a fun experience um last weekend where i went to i went to a uh a, a friend a couple of friends from school their their joint 30th birthday party mm. and i arrived and i, I was I looking around and I, I went to see scott's best friend for secretary school and, I, and he, he, the first thing he said to me was just like yeah so we think this is a surprise wedding and i looked around and i was like i can't believe that i didn't really this didn't occur to me before now <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um and it, it was it was not the not the wedding itself they had had a you know registry office wedding yeah, yeah, but yeah, it, was, yeah. it was a surprise it was absolutely oh. lovely um and i was talking to because uh scott and his, his wife Roz do lots of improv yeah and one of the things that we're doing doing is uh, an X Files improv show that they've right, been working right. on. Yeah, um, and it was it was very interesting because it's like the different sorts of things that you can do improv about, and like you know things where it's like you know if you're doing a regular show or whatever and mm. you want to have a gimmick for it because they did a twilight zone improv at the fringe last year right it's, right it, very good yeah, yeah, um, yeah they managed to improv themselves into an inverse version of time enough at last at the one that i saw which is really impressive honestly um and yeah with with, with in what you know, way is it inverse like oh, it was basically someone who that, was like or, or, what, aren't yeah. we already living in the no, no 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 <laughs> it was it was it was someone who was like basically like all the work had been automated away but he wanted to work which is really quite right, funny right, right, right. um and he, I think he was like they, they'd like locked him up in an asylum, and he was just forced to look out the window at all of the things that were all of the work that was going on while he couldn't do the work. <laughs> I don't, you know, that's, that's, that's sort of like a, a fun one to like, you know, back yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, it just makes me think maybe they should do a sort of like I, don't, I, sh- I should have mentioned this. I was because I, I was I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, what if you do like an improv version of the uh, the Twilight Zone movie and maybe something. Something helicopter crash, something, something, John Landis, something, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> something, something, something to think about, anyway. Um, when did that the, movie come out? Was it the 80s? The 80s, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Seems very 80s. Mm, I'm just, yeah. I'm just 80s fucking safety standards, I tell you. Yeah. Um, the, the, um, the, um, the, 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 the thing that they were talking about was, like, the fact that, you know, with... 
eg star trek or whatever you've got you know because they did a star trek improv show is it or the twilight zone because the twilight zone you know it can be any kind of story it's just got to have a you know it's got a construction but it's got a twist yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but um you know star trek similarly like you've got you know stock characters but you can have basically any character be yeah, start with yeah. the X Files. Well, obviously it's a they, series of yeah, pieces that you can yeah, move in. Yeah. It's got rules to it, right? Yeah. But while they while they did, I mean, as, as a sort of one of those you know nerds or whatever, well, they did have episodes that weren't like proper you know normal episodes or whatever, like focused like um, Jose Chong's from Outer Space or whatever, where it was mm-hmm. like you know we had another character who was sort of the point of view character and it was all a bit you know weird and different. It was still. Um, you know, it's like if you're doing a what people expect from one of these shows shows, mm. then you have to have you know Mulder and Scully investigating something weird that's going on, yeah, and yeah. that and I think what they what they said is that puts a lot of pressure on the performers who are doing the Mulder and Scully roles mm. because then it's like they've got to carry the whole thing because it's like you can't really have anything you know because like most of the show you're not going to have as much stuff without them like I mean I was I was thinking. Yeah, you know, you, it's like, like, yeah, it's, it's true, it right? Like, you in terms yeah. of yeah, and the way that Roz was saying, it's like you know, you sort of have characters who are sort of like outside of that like getting cutaways and stuff then? like that. No, because you've got obviously. Cause I was going to say you have to bring have in else. But like, it's, it, I think and Roz, Roz was saying basically, I think that she's worked out that what you want to do is like have bits where it's like because the way, again i'm not really like into it but like i've talked to them about it and I've, I've sort of got a little bit of a sense of it you know you sort of have your like a scene of this a scene of this a yeah, scene yeah, of this yeah, yeah. you know and then you have like bits in between where it's like let's do a bit of these are going to be you know the the the, the so you're like you're anchored side, by yeah. like fixed points that you yeah. know kind of something like something that yeah that again you, i'm 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 you've probably, got a rough expectation i'm probably i'm either i'm either exposing the business or i'm bastardizing it and, and and making a massive mistake about yeah, how yeah, it actually yeah. works in this case sorry uh this is all me i'm you know they're actually very good at it like genuinely the not the only good improv I've ever seen but like i don't like improv very much and mm-hmm. they actually do it very well yeah, yeah um yeah. So yeah, but like the you know the sort of the sorry the X Files link was what I was I was thinking of there. But yeah, the X Files very very good. Again, nineties TV probably you know the, the Freddie did that thing the other day about how nineties was the best. Nineties TV was certainly the fucking best. Mm. Um, anyway, sorry, we're, I think yeah, we're let's do a little, little for... break and then we'll come back to nineties TV for another hour. Television. The television was, was very big in the night. It was one of the main appliances mm. because there wasn't really a, an iPad. No, they didn't have um, didn't have a vision. Uh, one of those like, yeah, no, fancy they AR lads. Vision. They didn't have um, Baby Shark. They didn't no. have Flappy Bird. No, they didn't, they didn't have, have Angry Bird. They didn't have Gangnam Style. They didn't no. have the Dab or the Floss. God, they were really missing out, weren't yeah. they? Back in the back in the nineties. Yeah, um, I, I th- honestly, I think they did have yeah. Star Trek. They had Star Trek. I think a lot of what people talk thinking about now the the you know the sort of the the 90s thing right because mm-hmm. there was the the we, we sort of mentioned before i think the freddie article um about yeah. the 90s where he's like you know the 90s was objectively the best time um the which, end of history if you know like i i i, I as someone who it was, was the like, peak of history mm, where it finished mm, and acceleration went down to zero and then we started to come back down again i think because the uk is a bit behind in certain respects that we kind of got like enough of a tale of the 90s in the early 2000s that that yeah. was quite an all right time to sort for of us it was up. from 95 yeah. to 2005 and we right. we also had the 
I think I don't know whether it was the same for you, but I think we we had the benefit of like mobile phones around, but smartphones didn't really come in until like uni. Yeah, and like if you know they weren't like as well, ubiquitous. You know, when people are talking you know? about like you mm. know de de digitalizing mm. or detoxing or mm. whatever, they're like we're going to get rid of all these bad technologies, right? They never go to like a Ted Kaczynski thing. Yes, they go to like the nineties. Yeah, what they want to yeah, go yeah. to right. They don't want to go to well, like, yeah. Well, no, frontiers. which is like I think that's no. fine, right? They're basically establishing their own form of Amish like thought. Yeah. The, the thing that the Amish have, it's not that they don't like technologies, that they have strict community. Vetting. Yeah, but, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, they just say, and I, I know, th- I know that I'm becoming one of those people who's just like, okay, maybe the Luddites have the right idea. Okay, maybe the Amish have the right idea. Catch me in in, in ten months, and this won't be a podcast. It'll just be, mm. you know, me in a cabin somewhere. Yeah, but like they, they, you know, their, their thing is basically, do we think this will? you know make us uh, a better community or a worse community do mm. they think you know that you might argue they have some idiosyncratic standards for that or whatever and they're they're happy to use certain sorts of technology in certain contexts you know they don't eschew you modern medical they're quite, technology they're quite conservative in, there in some ways they've, they've, they've definitely got certain uh, <laughs> conservative in their adoption of technologies and i believe in, in, in other, other senses as well yeah but <laughs> the the idea that you should consciously consider the full spectrum of impact that a technology would have on your life and your community, the life of your community mm-hmm. and society in general, is not, I think, one that has over bothered people for the last little while. There has been a, frankly, yeah, I think it, a most sort of, of the consideration yeah, uh, happens in a kind of tech blogs and adverts mm. level of, of consideration when you think yeah. about you know the wise people of the village get together and decide whether this thing needs to happen or not right mm. now obviously that's there's there's a kind of power and patriarchy mm. there right but i feel like there obvi- there also is in terms of oh you go past a tube advert that tells you you mm. need to use this betting app or yeah whatever, right there's yeah. the same level of control and, and hierarchy going on with that yeah. and I feel like it kind of makes sense to it. Because one of the things I notice with technology is that you can obviously adopt a technology, right? You can say, oh, I'm going to have a smartphone, right? Mm. But then what a smartphone is changes. Yes, because it's yes, a continuous, yes. yeah. it's not a discrete, mm. oh, we didn't used to have, you know, motors for our vehicles and now we do and now they're motorized, right? It's, it isn't like that. It's like that the, the technology itself, obviously it happens in jumps, but it also mm. happens in continuous phases. And the problem with that is that then you can adopt something, but then it can have a foot in the door effect yeah. where initially it's like, oh, now I just have a phone, yeah. which I can text my friends on more easily because it has a keyboard rather than a numpad, you know. And then it has a uh, ability to browse the web, which is something I could already do, but now it's just more convenient. Mm. And that's really just the same things I already do, but more convenient. And therefore, what's the problem with that, right? Yeah. But And then so then you're like, right, I've, I've evaluated this new thing. I've spent a year. I spent two years. I think it was three years or four years between when I mm. when the iPhone first came out and when I got one, right? Yeah, yeah. Mainly because they were extremely but, expensive. No, that's the thing. When we, 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 <laughs> we, are, we, we I think which maybe we, goes for mm. that. Maybe this is a, a moral case for <clears throat> Apple making their fucking mm. headset so expensive. Yeah. Is that it will allow people yeah. to? Well, we you know. because I think the thing is we were young when they came out, mm. so it seemed like proportionally more expensive to us, and it was, certainly was expensive. You know, it was an expensive consumer good. Yeah, yeah. But it was of the sort where these days it'd be like a thing where I'd be like, yeah, I could get one of those. Mm. But like, you know, at the time it was like, well, the same price as like a desktop PC. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind you of know, insane for like yeah. what was previously a Nokia that you'd get in Argos for like mm. seventy or eighty quid, right? Yeah. You know. And 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 it just wasn't a uh, you know it's uh, so so you have this sort of like the the yeah like you say it's it, it shifts under you and I think that is why like a lot of people who are sort of you know back to the landing about 
phones and stuff, myself yeah. included, frankly, mm-hmm. to an extent. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying not to. I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to do, right, is I'm trying to do. What is that? Maybe it's one of those cleaning things. Oh, sure, yeah, they're, yeah, They're yeah. quite loud, aren't they? They are quite loud. What are they called? Scarabs or something? Yeah. They've got, like, a yeah. badge on them. It's just, it's, I, I, like, a scarab sounds very much like a, the name of, like, what the... the, 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 the military the, Yeah, or you can say it's, it's sort of... So but it's specifically, doomed. it's the sort of... Yeah, it's, it's, it's like the the, 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 the the fighter that, like, the fucking Covenant would have in Halo or yeah, something Yeah, but, like, like the sort of small one. Yeah. It's like the one that you shoot yeah. it down and you're like, oh, yeah. that's all right. It's yeah, not, yeah. You know, it's not actually... Actually, no, isn't the big tank that the Covenant have in Halo called a scarab? I think so. Maybe I'm misremembering. Because the ghost of the little motorbike ones... Um, Halo Scarab. There's definitely something called a Scarab in Halo. Oh no, it's the big Walker lads. Ah, um, still pretty is that sick. In Halo though. One. Uh, I don't know whether it's in because I, I don't recognise yeah, it, yeah. so I assume that it's. Yeah, either... I think maybe it's something that came in in one of the later games. Yeah, but it was pretty sick. So yeah, no, it, it, it's um. Fuck, what are we talking um, about? Nineties technology, in the door, foot in the door. Yeah, yeah. people that go back yeah. to the land. Yeah, like I, I think that it's. It's one of those things where it's like I think that the uh, the urge ultimately to say I want to decide the level of this that I'm going to have in my life is an admirable one, right? I think yeah. it's a worthwhile thing to do. I think it's you know conscious consideration, you know, not just having things. I I, I think about this a lot, right? I hmm. think I remember when I was first introduced to Amazon, the the website or whatever. Yeah. I remember, I think it was, it was Scott who I was, was talking about book, before. It was a bookshop. It's a bookshop. Yeah. And I, and I remember when they started selling, like, things that weren't. And, like, I remember Scott ordered something. Or he was talking about, oh, yeah, I'll just order like it on Amazon you go or into, whatever. like, DVDs. Yeah. And then it yeah, gradually, yeah. you know. And he said, I'll, you know, I'll order something on Amazon. And I was like, is that a thing that you can do? And it sort of always, always made me think that, like, it wasn't something that I would ever have considered doing before. Yeah. And, like, you know, for for money reasons as much as anything else but like you know by that point I had like a you know a debit card or whatever and like mm-hmm. you know money from a Saturday job in the bank so it wasn't yeah. like completely alien to me the idea of you know being able to spend spend money but like the fact that it becomes something that you can do and then it's sort of like like you say you know it sort of shifts and that was maybe you know 15 16 years ago mm. and then in, in, and you know sort of now there's a whole bunch of extra stuff that comes with that right it's gone from you know like the the bookshop that also sells some other stuff to being like the big thing that's eating like large sections of, yeah, the, yeah, of, yeah, of, yeah. of the economy or whatever. I actually looked. Um, re- I was trying to find when my first. I think it was first. Like, I was looking at the beginnings of my like um, account on on Gmail or whatever. I was I was trying to find some like really old thing I bought. I think, and I realised I think the first thing or maybe the second thing I ever bought on Amazon <laughs> was like the same day as I opened my Linode subscription. So there, I have nice. my priority straight yes. there. And yeah. I've still got that fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. So they should be giving me some free shit by now, that's what I'm Absolutely. saying. Absolutely. It's Akamai now or something, isn't it? I mean, they isn't bought it? them, yeah. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. I can't believe this. I, but they yeah. do have very good very good uh, service. So that's yeah. one thing. When you email them, they reply. So. Yeah. The um, I think I think the sorry the, the Amazon. That's probably going to go to shit though. No, um, certainly. Yeah, unlike Amazon, yeah. right? They don't have any yeah. kind of service. No, it's they just give, yeah. they automatically yeah. give you a yeah. refund. Which you know, as soon it's as quite the, funny. But, if you, yeah. you send the thing back, and as soon as yeah. the person in the post office scans mm. the thing, yeah, it's before got, it's, yeah. it's even gone into the like bag where they, they send it back, it's, you already get the refund. This is so. reminded me of something, by the way. <laughs> I, 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 we we were looking at the um, the reviews for shops around us on on, on Google for some reason at, at one point. Oh yeah, one of yeah. the ones we were looking at. I oh, know it was it was it was one of the corner shops near us because we thought it had shut down, but I think we got got it mixed up with another one. And then we were looking. One of the reviews was like. 
slightly dodgy lads in there. I told them I was sending back a phone. Uh, you know, I sort of mentioned, mentioned when I was sending back that I was sending back a phone. And then <laughs> it, when, it, when it arrived there, I was they, they refused to issue the refund, and they sent me a picture of a packet of custard creams in the in the in the box. <laughs> I was like, "That owns. I'm sorry, you got owned there. That's really funny. That's really good. That is definitely a kind of you know." Yeah. Well, for oh. me, we don't. You know, it won't, won't happen yeah. again. Let's yeah, say. but like, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, the um, sort of having the ability to because I think the thing is that the you know the sort of the reason I'm talking about the Amazon thing is like there's the the effect of being introduced to something as a thing that you can do, and then there's the effect of there being no like sort of there's there's a little bit of a tut if people order from amazon now like yeah. it, it, in certain circles but it's not like there's no like sort of so it's not like i don't know you know there's, there's i think yeah, the, there's, the, there's the, little the like pandemic mm, did a lot right sure, that because yeah. it was that, that was a real like well butting heads of like well they're obviously really bad mm. and all the people working there probably aren't having the best time especially at this particular juncture in mm. you know april of 2020 yeah but also like if you genuinely were trying to not go out mm. and like not go to the shops yeah that you couldn't order from any of the major supermarkets because it yeah. was completely booked they yeah, didn't yeah, have yeah, the capacity yeah. amazon did yes like they effectively did mm. and for whatever gyrations mm. and terrible abuses mm. of whatever they had yeah. to do that was yeah. like the thing and so mm. you can see why someone who has been told mm. I, I'm not meant to go outside mm. yeah. would obviously yeah, yeah, adopt yeah. that, right? Yeah. Although apparently it's kind of not exactly collapsed, but definitely not up to the no, same sure. levels. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think there's a lot of places that, that are sort of suffering from that. Yeah, like, exactly. I was reading something in the FT earlier about like, deliveries, uh, you know, sort of, uh, the, and, and the other apps are like, you know, expectations that were maybe raised in the last couple of years are not, yeah. not uh, at the same level anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the, um, the 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 Amazon thing was like, you know, what gets sort of normalised as a behaviour and a thing that you can just do, and like what then has sort of social sanction to continue because there's no like, you can do the thing yourself, and that's one thing, hmm. and you can sort of try and determine your own relationship. But the thing about the Amish is they're doing it as part of a community. Yeah. So if you don't have like it's sort of difficult it's not difficult necessarily like you know i don't have any trouble like i i've been you know using having my phone with me less and less and like it's not really yeah, yeah. caused me much issue with anybody in particular you know nobody really cares but yeah it's more it's much more difficult to do things like this and enforce different social norms mm. if it's like just you doing it right like it's sort of because well, it creates yeah. this unbounded society yeah. where the externalities mm. just mm. end up floating away from you yeah. right but also so do any of the mechanisms for signaling and yeah. Everything. yeah 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 but well that's like, basically like what an, it is it's right? like the yeah. unbounded grid problem yeah. like mm. if you have yeah. control over the bounds of something yeah you know? and the, but that's i think the, the that, that sort of unboundedness is basically the the issue right is that like there are far fewer you know, Amish is a very tight knit community group. Hmm. The world is basically a place where it's like it's very difficult. You know, the, sort of the, the 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 slow corrosion of community, the lack of you know the sort of like bowling alone isolation yeah, yeah, yeah. of things. You know, there's sort of like there are there are you know if you're lucky you've got a good friend group and you've got stuff within that. But like norm rule enforce you know sort of like enforcement or whatever but like more and more of the world yeah. is designed for people who are in the bowling alone situation yeah, 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 therefore yeah, even if exactly. you're not it's mm. going to be uh, the, the path of least resistance yes. to use yeah. services and yeah. things that approach you as if you are mm. right yeah. even if you are someone who isn't in that situation and don't don't necessarily need it yeah. but it's still because of the fact that it's become the most efficient you know well not the most efficient but like the most like uh, like low cost or whatever, yeah, the, or the most convenient. Yeah, exactly. It's it's something where it's like that's a thing that you can just 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 do. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. And like 
I do find myself turning into a bit of an old man when oh. I'm like, you know, sort of people are fiddling with their phone while something else is going on and I'm just like... Well, yeah, yeah, exactly, um, exactly. But it's... I, I, I'm trying to work out what point I'm reaching for here. Something about, like, it's... I think it's a... The, 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 the thing about the 90s that we miss, right, is that it was a balance yeah. of stuff. Well, because there was, you know, there was evidently was, this hope mm, of the future that we're living mm, in now. Yeah. It was there. It was really obvious to us that we'd all be having all these technologies. Like, the exact shape in which they would take mm. wasn't wasn't obvious. But, <laughs> you know, like, in here, right? When we did yes. this one again, right? We've got the guy with yeah. his iPad, like, towards yeah. the back, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it's one of the last pages. Uh, it, it, like, all of those technologies that we were all, like, promised, right? Yeah. Um, look, he, look, he's reading on. He's reading the newspaper on the iPad. Right? That is very sweet. This is, is it called Smart Appliances? Yeah, what, when smart was this? It was, you know. Um, yeah, let's see what year it was. I think. I, I think it's not much changed from the first edition. So it's. I think this is a. Uh, 1996 this edition 1998 yeah. but I'm pretty sure this. Sure. Yeah. I mean, same. even so, that's um, you know. But you've got your yeah, VR headsets. Yep. Um, yep. It's all there. I Kids mean, that, will use computers. This is essentially the Apple yeah. reality, right? What's sorry? Can I just very quickly say what's serious questions in here? I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. Um, serious questions. What will all these media, multimedia services mean for people who enjoy going out to shop simply for a change of scene or because they're only chance to meet people? What will they do if the shopping streets and malls have closed down through lack of demand? And what will the people who used to work in the shops do then? How will white-collar workers who are used to meeting and working with colleagues at the workplace feel when teleworking or telecommuting enables them to do the same job in a physical isolation at home? Will the freedom from the hassle of commuting compensate for the loss of social interaction that most of us take for granted today? 1996. The idea of teleworking also <laughs> raises concerns about the future of our cities. What will happen to cities already suffering from exodus of middle-class residents? Lol. This is, uh, <laughs> this is, this is the 90s, right? <laughs> when, uh, when, as a result of teleworking, the office blocks become deserted because their former inhabitants are now working from home. These are critical questions which show the great technological changes, such as the multimedia, multimedia revolution, cannot meaningfully be considered in isolation, but must be seen in the light of of their probable social and political See, consequences. Dorling Kingersley was great. Dorling Kingersley were They've fucking like writing. Yeah. In I mean, them, right? admittedly, <laughs> this sort of weird thing where it's just like, what will the thing? What will multimedia service mean for people who quote enjoy going out to shop? Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it's a weird way of framing it, but like, I sort of I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're fucking called the thing about the the, the offices. Admittedly, it took us a, a, a while to get there, and it's like they weren't able to predict which bits were sticking, which were not. But fuck, yeah. And they've but you know, like what you I'm say, they've got it's, they've it's got all, they, have yeah. the, you know, home virtual, uh, you know, sort of headset working desktop and thing, desktop yeah. thing and, and all that shit. Flat screen TV, yeah. by Interactive the way. Interactive TV did not exist yeah. in the 90s at yeah. all. Yeah, online. Sh- it's funny the that they... plasma yeah, displays, I think, around. That they, they, they all fucking uh, had this thing which was like... Um, that I, I think my boss uh, worked on some of the stuff in the nineties, mm. which is like you know, you interacting with your TVs to like buy stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. The, well, everyone yeah. thought that mm. the future was because it was like the TV. Yeah, it was nineties yeah, TV, yeah, yeah. right? We're going back to it, right? Mm. Everyone thought the TV would be the vector yeah. of everything, right? It was also sorry. Just some of this stuff because it's written in the nineties is yeah. actually very optimistic. Interactive movie, <laughs> the video on demand service. Again, was video on demand a thing in the nineties? Did Vods. they just yeah? Twitch Vods. Did they no, just no, come no, up with no, that? Like it was on. It was. Uh, I think that later on, I think it was. Something where, oh, it would have been like pay per view like, and stuff like, like, like yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like Sky of, Movies or what the fuck ever. Yeah, I yeah. guess I guess that was. I don't was know exactly how that worked technically. Yeah. I imagine it was just a, just a data connection or something. Mm. I don't know. 
Yeah, the video on demand service that Nick subscribes to holds uh, over 2,500 movies from old black and white classics to latest interactive blockbusters. Well, very funny that they think that they'd have any of the yeah, old stuff on there. there. Was a That's where, the optimism, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a moment where it's yeah, like... It was basically like the point before everybody was like, oh, wait, there's money in this. We shouldn't have sold yeah, our ch- stuff. Carve it, our licenses were so cheap. Up. Yeah, which like... Because, again, there was genuinely a point where... This stuff, you know, like if you wanted, if you wanted balance with everything, mm. like, right, you know, there's sort of a lot of the stuff from the 90s, but like the Netflix of like, you know, seven or eight years ago was good because they still had all of the like, you know, not yeah, really yeah, good yeah. in an abstract sense, but like it was a, a, a decent service because there was yeah. loads of stuff they had on there, loads of weird stuff. Um, and, you know, they had a load of other good popular stuff. And it's before they started just doing all their own crap. Um <laughs> Was, yeah, that um, was the problem. Yeah, just creating more crap and putting it into the this system. This is really good. This is see, this is this is very important. Is, the, the, the people should just read Dorling Kingdersley's 1998 uh, multimedia, multimedia, the complete user-friendly guide to the internet, World Wide Web, DVDs, virtual reality, CD ROMs, and 3D games. It's all very 3D new. games. 3D For, games. Isn't that fucking Hearthstone? It looks like it. Everything looks like weird. That. Yeah, <laughs> it's really just that that, yeah. that that the fantasy video game strategy game yeah. look is, is aged. Not at all. It's timeless, right? I guess. I feel like it. I love this shit. It's a great book. Yeah. The thing. So we've talked about this book many times. Yeah. But the story of it is that they had it at the school library, right, at my primary school, and then at one of those like discount books shops on Western Road, which is no longer. It's like one of those places, like the Works or something. It wasn't that. It was like one of those kind of things. Uh, I saw it like reduced down to about three pounds, like about a year later when I was about. 11 yeah and i was like i've got to get this yeah. my favorite book mm. this is the book that me and victor used to look at when we yeah. were like little kids at primary school mm. right and it's, it's all in there we've got dungeon keeper yeah mfw there he is. exactly um, i, I learned a lot from yeah. this i will say i really like that the fact that they're like whatever this whatever the thing that they're like that, that there was something about some film there called the, the darkening and i'm just like i don't think that really you know, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like if you do something about one thing and it's like popular, then it it goes. And then if you if you do it, then it's just like what the fuck is the darkening? <laughs> this is not something that I remember, unfortunately. Like you know, it's just oh, oh privateer too. Apparently, what the fuck? I yeah, so it's it's not even a film; it's a game that I've never yeah, heard. Yeah, yeah, which so is impressive. The, well, this is the FMV game mm. era. Like, yeah. I mean, ninety six was the first mm. edition, which was fully. I've probably by ninety eight, it started yeah. to. You know, Bob Dylan Highway 61 Interactive. Well, also the CD-ROM, right? You know, you'd put in, it would be like a CD plus or a CD extra, whatever yeah. they called it, right? You'd put the CD and there'd be another partition on the disc that instead of having audio tracks had, yeah. had like an EXE file for a menu where you could look at different Bob Dylan facts. There's, there's Sorry, there's a line in here under the, the superhighway uh, section, mm. uh, a, a paragraph that begins... When Al Gore first promoted an information superhighway. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's the true, right? Did, yeah, yeah, it fucking happened. Um, I really, I think what I really like about this, mm. um, as much as anything else, is like, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's it's sort of saying a bunch of stuff that I, you know, is, is, is sort of quite interesting. But like, here's a, th- here's a thing where they're just like pulling out, here's what different sorts of cables are, right? It's a focus on the real and the it's material it's and, material yeah, yeah. there's, right, a, there's yeah. a bit in here about like how a cd-rom's made and there's a bunch of stuff you know it's sort of like there's a thing here talking about the brain of the computer i presume yeah, with yeah. Some, some diagrams or whatever yeah. but like it's all yeah look look at this there we go that's hang the on, brain of the computer do we have uh, uh there must be the word brain uh, we can't control uh, f i'm afraid because it's not a pdf but Oh, come on. The CPU or processors does the actual computing and makes the whole computer work. It acts on program instructions. It doesn't say brain. Come There's on. no brain. There's no brain. RAM is the computer's main memory. Ah. Uh, 
Yeah. See, the, the, this, let's, oh no, here we go. Oh, the well, processor, the quote brain of the computer, <laughs> manages the overall flow of information both ways. Uh, nice. There so yeah, it's, it's, it, I was about to say, are oh, they too pro for that? No, they're not. No. Um, but they, at least they're, they're, they're just like, ah uh, yeah, it's the, the, you know, it's the processor. It's the whole thing. It's Perfect a perfect diagram of a 90s computer as well. Yeah. Especially it's not like a tower. It's like a, mm. under, it's like a pizza box style yes. one that goes under the monitor. Which yeah. I've always thought were better, to yeah. be honest. Well, school, 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 school computer style. You have them like well, you yeah, know, exactly. sitting on there, and it's yeah. like, well, it's a better use of space. I mean, it's better use of space, but probably worse in terms of because, like, um, yeah, it goes on your desk. I mean, that, that's that's a pizza box style. Yeah. I mean, that's a rack mount style, sure. but it could be a pizza box style. One. Yeah. Um, yeah, there you go. So anyway, sorry, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm really Macromedia Flash. That's stuff very nice. Or maybe it's Director, I think, which is the earlier one that no one remembers. <laughs> I just, I, I just think it's, it's very like There's some Lucas Arts. Yeah, it's all, it's all very like you know. Here's how this works. It's not, it's you know, and I, I appreciate that like people going on about you know, oh how this works stuff. Well, this is the thing. It, so you know, much of of stuff is kind of this presentation of why this matters yeah. rather than what this is. Like because. It, I feel like what this does is kind of ground you. Mm-hmm. The idea of this book, I can imagine, is that, oh, technology's changed so yeah. much in the last 10 years yeah. that we need to ground people and tell people mm-hmm. what even multimedia is. Yeah. Because essentially all of this is just a bunch of buzzwords. Yeah. And they're attempting to, in this book, take the, ser- the series of buzzwords and talk you through them, right? Yeah. And as a kid, I wasn't really the main audience for this, mm-hmm. presumably. I mean, maybe I was. But I think it was more for, like, someone that was, like... It's like a little... Is it a coffee table book? Is it an educational I mean, book? DK stuff is, is generally for kids, about, I think. Like, what I mean is it's like yeah. as a six-year-old kid yeah. like i wasn't meant to be reading that i was meant mm. to be reading this as maybe a 12 year old sure yeah, right? yeah yeah you were meant to be kind of like enough that you were kind of maybe learning about i get I mean, the thing is it's like it probably does a better job doing what it does than, than most of the publications at the time were doing the introduction is by peter kindersley oh this of, is what i mean of the, of the dorling yeah kindersley, i presume the mr 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 peter mr. kindersley yeah. Is that is there a Dorling in this as well? I, I wonder. Oh, yeah, but you know, no, you're right. Like it's it's sort of like reading this, right? Looking mm-hmm. at this now, I think it does actually make a lot of sense to me. The way that you often talk about things, right? Because everything it's like, I know about yeah. technology started mm. with this book, 100. percent So when you know, because I have this idea of mm. learning, right? Which yeah. is that when you learn something for the first time it kind of inserts like kind of root node Mm. and then everything you learn about that branches off of that right and that's why you know if the first time you encounter a dog it attacks you you're probably going to be scared of dogs for the rest of your life even if it happened to you when you were a child because it was it was adding a a small it was adding a little a little fork to the tree that is your fractal brain structure or whatever this to me this book was the beginning of my interest in any kind of technology i think or at least represented most of the learning i did about technology in general yeah, and but because like if you look at it, then it's just like it's all very like you know it will have stuff where it's like you know this is what this you know the, 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 here is something that you might have seen and yeah. been impressed by or thought is interesting. This is how it, and might it will work. yeah it will say to you yeah. like look how does it work? This is you know this is how it works. This is why you know it sort of says. The blocky graphics show how economically Tomb Raider's graphics have been drawn. Repetition of graphics, poor writing, but I'll forgive it. Mm-hmm. Uh, speed of movement compensates for the primitive drawing. So it's like immediately conveying to you that, okay, yeah. here is a, th- you know, you, you could make it look concept. better than this, but there, there will probably be a trade-off. The trade-off here usually is speed of rendering. Yeah, yeah. And that's something that is valuable in a video game because you want to have sort of and that, interaction. The thing is, that, in, is tri- yeah. that sounds trivial mm. to us, right? But yeah. it's only because we've read that before, yeah. we've experienced it, right? Mm. If you didn't know anything about any of this, like you were a child, right? Mm. Exactly. You, you, know. you, 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 yeah. Um, 
I'm just sort of like it was I was so funny it's very sweet they call it they call these combat games <laughs> which is one of those like you know real sort of like I guess all of the stuff I remember didn't get, when uh, I got my Game yeah. Boy Color in 1998 it came with a little survey that was like I don't know if it was for Nintendo in general I think it was being sent to Nintendo but it might be more for like their magazines or something yeah but it was like a you know those like little um, like tear off cutaway coupons and you mm. put them in a self addressed um, I don't know yeah. it's some shit like that mm. right um, and and it was basically it had like a little survey and it was like customer survey what are you interested in with Nintendo what types of games are you interested in how old are you blah 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 they just like basically like the stuff you do now with analytics right but of course back then it was this fucking thing that came with your Game Boy and I never filled it out and I was reading it a few years ago and I was looking through an old mm. bag at my mum's place and it was like what genres of game are you interested in? and it had a list and the list was like just a series of checkboxes and you could pick as many as you wanted mm. and it was all genres that like essentially don't exist anymore right there was there was like are you interested in like shoot 'em ups yeah are you interested in like you know like what was it something like medieval strategy was like one of the <laughs> it was just loads of shit like that right there was loads like you know like uh uh, was it like air, aircraft simulation and it's just all this kind yeah. of thing where you're like well this does still exist but this is mm. kind of like a niche steam <clears throat> yeah steam store category thing yeah, rather yeah. than like oh yeah nintendo is interested to see if you want more like medieval strategy yeah. games you know <laughs> i like i do like that idea like you know it's sort of this <laughs> the medieval shoot em ups beat em ups yeah. and medieval yeah. strategy the three the three gen- yeah. it's it's I guess, well, like modern yeah. strategy was like another one sure right? yeah <laughs> 90s strategy games. Modern strategy. Set with 90s. Modern equipment. strategy is a very 90s magazine name, yeah, I will yeah, say. Yeah, absolutely. Modern, modern strategy, wargamer, and modeler, or something. <laughs> Abrams tanks and, uh, you know. Yeah, stuff about packet loss. Like, you know, it's, it's just sort of every, every time it's like, you know, here is a thing and here's how it works. And, like, you know, this, this, this sort of thing What's works the difference in this way. between TCP and UDP. Yeah. One can be used as a disinfectant. Yo! Fuck, it's fine, Unity. Good shit. Um. I think it's Final Unity. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's one of the other ones. Um, I think it's a, yes, it's a Final Unity. So it's the Star Trek. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, 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 game. yeah. Basically, and I were playing this this back a little while. Yeah, it's it's you know it's just really good. And like, we've got some mist in there. I think. Yeah, I think Mist was back back yeah, a few because yeah. it's it's the the first one that you see, and it, like it's 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 all very like it 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 approaches things in a way that seems very like. Um, yeah, look at this. Like it's That's a how you CD know, works, and it's. I guess it's it's a certain sort of. Maybe it's just because it's a book. Maybe it's just because I'm like you know nostalgic for Dawn and Kingsley. What the fuck? Well, it's just but like, books. Books. Yeah, <laughs> but like it's got it's got a certain level of. It's not. You know, I was yeah. talking last week mm. about my preferred magazine size. Yes, it's that, yeah. that's the size. Yeah, this it's is a good size. It's the good size of that's the size of yeah. a document. That isn't yeah. a novel, right? That's yeah. the size you want it to be. If it's non-fiction, yeah, absolutely. Non-fiction books are that exactly that big, <laughs> slightly wider than an A4, I guess. Slightly, yeah. I don't know what what size that is. Yeah, but it's it's not that it's like it's not that it's super detailed. It's not that it's super. It just it it takes the thing seriously and presents it in a way that's like just plainly interesting I think would be the best way they're not trying yeah. to do any there's no gimmicks here there's no like you know I guess unless you view uh, a full colour book that's got a load of pictures in as, 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 as gimmicks but it's yeah. like it's a certain level of like you know it's just laid out in a way that's like 
they they really you know the 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 the, the boards at Dorling Kingsley really did have that sort of thing down. I right? feel like you their know? layout and yeah. sense of illustration <laughs> mm. and diagrams and and photographs mm. and so yeah. on is such that they're able to communicate visually why something is interesting yes. and then tell you the boring facts just in text. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that's the trade-off there, right? Yeah. They, they set everything out in an impressive-looking way so mm. that the, the page layout and the flow of it all is mm. all about, like, hooking you in. Yeah. And then once they've hooked you in, then yeah, they yeah, direct yeah. your line to a little line yeah. and then the line goes, you know, your, your eye follows yeah. the line and you read, oh, this is mm. the headset that goes on your head and that's mm. what we're going to be wearing in the year 2000 mm. uh, headset that, that shows you uh, flash animations yeah. or whatever. But it's, it's just like having... You've got it yeah. halfway right. Something like this means that, like, even if the stuff is telling you is, like, you know, maybe a little bit technical or whatever, yeah, it's yeah. the diagram of the computer, it's sort of like, there's all this stuff and it all looks so there's lots of little bits that I need to read. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Of them and it's, but as know, a kid, it's ideal because yeah. you don't read things linearly as a yeah, you haven't got the attention span, right? Unless it's a story that's really sucked you in, you're just going to be like, oh, I'm sort of just bouncing yeah. around, right? Maybe pick, you yeah, know. pick bits off. But yeah. like, this is, I, I don't know, I would encourage our readers to go out and pick a copy of uh, DK Multimedia, the complete user-friendly guide to the internet, probably, world, 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 DVDs, virtual reality, CD-ROMs, 3D games, fully revised and updated. I wonder if it's been scanned, it? actually. Yeah, possibly. If it's on... Just go check LibGen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I know. Like, it, I, I, you know, we talk about it a lot and everything. It's one of the books that's on the uh, on the, that's, that lives on the speakers. Yeah, but I think it's just yeah. because at one point on the podcast, I was, I was like, oh, I need to get that. I'll find it, and then, I'll, then I, for the next podcast, I put it up there. Yeah. And it's been there for like a year. Yeah, now. it's that fucking um, copy of the. Yeah, I still haven't read that. I'm sorry, yeah, sorry. it's all right. Like, like all things, um, like 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 every comic I lent, like like the comic I lent to you in the first fucking episode of the show. I still that have you, that. You still have. I still have it. <laughs> I know exactly um, where it is. I could get it right now if you gave me 15 minutes, but then yeah. I'd have to read it. Yeah. Um, no, I will. I, maybe, maybe I'll finally do that. I actually thought of doing that at one point when we did our final, like, comeback from COVID yeah. one, but then I forgot. So I read that. I read that thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a while. I thought that would be good if I did that, and then um, I didn't do that. The DK style. Like, I think it has, like you say, that it's a method of information presentation that, that you, you know, isn't sort of as... I guess because it's like in in many ways it does lend itself to a sort of like to to the to the page in a way. Yeah. But I you know I'm 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 a I'm a real sucker for that shit. I feel like that this is just much easier to enjoy mm. than than most other digital forms of entertainment, which is interesting because it's actually all talking about how digital entertainment yeah. is better. Um, it's a sort of contradictory book, really. Yeah. Like proving itself wrong. <laughs> there you go. So I need to put all, it down. All music is mm. music. All music is music. This is a bit of a problem, right? Mm. I wrote a lot of these cards six or eight weeks ago now, I think, some of them. This yeah. is a very old card. Um, it made a lot of sense to me when I wrote it. I believe what I was going for, the previous old me that mm. I'm now no longer, sure. uh, when I wrote that eight weeks ago, was something to the degree of um, trying to discuss the idea that music... Uh, genres even mm. are uh, still a kind of flattening of what music is right mm. i you can say that a, a genre of music is like country music or rock music or folk music or something but what that actually means is mm. a lot more than just what a genre can encapsulate so like certain types of music don't even really work when they're like pre-recorded for example mm. right certain types of music are meant to be heard in a specific mm. sized room or on a specific type of day or a specific mm. time of the time of the day or on a specific time of the year or whatever like that kind of um situational media 
is something that people, I guess, try and do. I mean, we were talking about it earlier. We were saying, oh, yes, binge-watching old mm. TV shows mm. like from the 90s. That's like a thing that you want to do mm. in the winter when mm. it's like a cosy thing or whatever, right? And I feel like, obviously, people do enjoy music like this, you know, like the idea that you can enjoy music in all different types of things. You can say, right, I can take my music to the park with me using a portable device and enjoy that. That's been around for 20 or 40 years. But I do feel like the flattening of music into into online streaming music libraries has kind of given a kind of uh, overall like homogenization to the idea of what music is even meant to be. And you can apply this to all kinds of media, but I feel like it, it it's easiest to explain with yeah. music because it's something that's so... Because it's a single sense, yeah. it's very easy to like take... Um, take something like music and see how it's been like transformed in yeah. different ways throughout history yeah. and how at the moment there seems to be a kind of undoing of those transformations yeah. and a kind of un <clears throat> an unbuckling or an un uh and what do you call it like a, there's, there's there's less of a restriction on what sure. you can do with something and as a result it's lost its sense of of uniqueness sure. right which we're sort of back to unboundedness causing causing issues yeah again. yeah 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 I, if you if you if, if we're sort of thinking about this in terms of like you know I, I think that one, like, uh, I don't know, a semi-earnest thing that I believe mm. is that in five years, maybe, Spotify and Apple Music will not have any, they'll, they'll, they will not be the place that you go to for uh, actual music that is like, this is a song that I like and want to listen to. Mm. They will effectively be like glorified jukeboxes that you are just like, right, I want right. to feel like, I feel like or want to feel like this. Yeah. Give me the music drug and or treatment. Based on the Apple Watch's yeah. like optical sensors mm. reading the amount of serotonin in your yeah. blood, right? We're going to give you like yeah. the right playlist. Yeah, or, exactly. Or, or it's not even, it's not even going to ask. It's not even that you choose it. It's just that it does it automatically and none of the songs will be like things that you you know you know it'll all just be a sort of a vague sense of something right yeah. and, and that like not that music will die but that you know recorded music in the way that it existed before those streaming services will return to being something of like you know discrete purchase you know you buy a song or whatever because i think that like looking at the way that those things are treated looking at the way that like streaming treats stuff in general i think the the, the the sort of flattening thing you were commenting on by the way yeah, i think yeah. this is something that went around the social media stuff the other day is that like when uh hbo and discovery merged their um service to is it max it's called now whatever it's, yeah, it's something like, that. like five million times now yeah um it's that, that they don't have like you know because it's it's a sort of weird mishmash of like films and like prestige tv and also just like a load of like sort of reality content or whatever and all sorts of nonsense mm. you've got this thing where it's like rather than like you know director producer credits you've just got like creators so it's just like yeah, 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 it's, yeah. You, you you comes up with something like you know i don't know some 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 like big film that you everyone's it's just like creators and it's just like the director the producer a bunch of you know the second unit I mean, camera like the valve you know, credits thing, yeah because right? it's like the flat hierarchy right you, you play half-life mm. one and it's just a list of yeah. names there's no like yeah, titles yeah. or order all the alphabetical <laughs> Yeah. Right. And part of me is like, maybe that's good. Yeah. Um, I, think, I, 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 have a, I have a certain like, you know, I think that's funny. Uh, yeah. But also it's just like, yeah, it, it, to, it is, everything has stopped being a, sorry, the, the next card is the atomic social unit. But I think in this that's case, it's sort one. of like looking at what the atomic 
content units are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like these things have stopped really caring about any atomic unit of content, and they only care about these things in the aggregate, right? Yeah, yeah. It's all just like... The, the, what a yeah. song is doesn't matter so much as how it links to every yeah. other song in yeah. the database and, yes. how, and how it can be you know, indexed and re- relative to yeah. everything else, right? And, and so I, and I think, honestly, the, like, the, 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 that, that sort of like thing of music, right? It's like mm. the idea of things being at all like particular or specific or having a context mm. I, I my suspicion is that that is going to be like the you know the the, the sort of the, th- the 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 turn is going to be like you know the the point where it's like spotify and apple music or whatever get like netflixed right yeah. they have the point where it's like here is a thing where you can access most of the stuff that you like for free mm. and then that goes away and then they can't do that anymore. And then you end up you end up in a sort of situation where it's like, oh, actually, uh, we, we we you know this is just a load of like you know we, basically what yeah. Netflix is now, right? Like mm. the stuff I don't know. I don't really watch anything on Netflix, but whenever I look at it, I'm just like all of these things. The same to me, you know. I'm old enough to remember that I, you know, it was about ten years ago, whatever, when we were in uni, and it was like, you know, Netflix are making like three things, and one of them is new series of Arrested Development that wasn't very good. Yeah, um, and you're like, okay, grand. Um, and now it's like they make five billion shows every 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 second. You know, maybe a bit a bit less now that the you know the sort of the money the the, the 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 interest rates are going up and the money has dropped out a bit, but like yeah. they're still making a lot of you know effectively like pablum like it's n- none of it is very good like maybe there are some some gems or whatever but like yeah. it's not really it's it's not it's not good in the way that you know like other you know that that a lot of stuff is good and i'm not saying that like that it is impossible to make good stuff under the system but like uh i just you know maybe i am maybe maybe netflix is a system under which it is, is impossible to make something that's really really good um you can make something that's really really netflix though yeah yeah, yeah. and it, it all the... feels like a certain sort of thing and yeah. it's mostly shit yeah um so like yeah you you i th- i think that the the way that the the demands of that system are going to squeeze out the, the the stuff that people actually like before too long yeah. and you're going to be left in a situation where it's like right the stuff that you want is either that or it's going to happen what has happened to netflix is going to happen and fucking you know sony and warner and all of these other are going to have their own streaming services yeah, 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 and you yeah. have to pay them to stream well, that's, that's kind each, of the thing, each thing you I want yeah i mean it's, yeah, it's roughly the same kind of distribution, that kind of like split, I guess, mm. throughout the whole industry. It's got the same number of kind of players, in it, so it probably could mm. end up like that. And what what you what you what happens then is you're just like it's it's the effect of so uh, we're uh, we're currently not me and Joseph me and my girlfriend okay are currently looking to 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 maybe buy a property, and something that you realise pretty early on in that process is that like estate agents are kind of marks for their own shit like they they're all quite yeah. young yeah estate yeah. agents are like younger than us they, oh, it's, or at least the, it's the people, weird like yeah. a, a large yeah. you know maybe there's like a few people working mm. there that are in their 40s but like it's, yeah. it's staffed by these kind of sharp suited yeah. 25 year olds I don't think it's a coincidence the property we've liked the most was showed to us by like a sort of a guy in his 50s yeah. who was just like a pretty chill dude you know and when we said to him you know what's the interest in this one being like you know any offers and he's like not really it's just been kind of like and I was like you know, sorry, did I mishear you saying that there have been three offers in the last 10 seconds? Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, not been right. And I was like, okay, well, I found the one honest one of these in the world. I'm sticking with this guy. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's, it's specifically in the sense that, like, they, because of, obviously, because they are a business that markets the properties, they're 
incentive in the system is to get you to look at their other properties. Yeah, yeah. But you don't care about them. You yeah. don't have a relationship with them as an estate agent. What you're looking at is, you know, the list of all the properties and right well, move, right? Is, you would you care know, about yeah. them if they were genuinely providing a service. Yeah, to yeah. You. Like, for example, right, you employ like an, an accountant or a lawyer or something, mm. right? Then, you I mean, in that case, there's a lot of like legal things that mean they have to do certain things yeah, in a particular yeah. right way. I don't think there's quite so many for estate yeah, agents, yeah. which is maybe some of the problem. Um, but like the idea that like, if I could unlicensed genuinely... estate agent. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, you know, being yeah. unlicensed boiler repairman or whatever. Um, if you could like go to an estate agent and like genuinely say, right, you're you're going to be my like private estate agent yeah. right and you're going to find me a property that has like these specific you're going to like mm. go out of your way yeah. to actually I like I want ex- uh, at least 90 square meters yeah. and also I want it at a price of less than 3,800 square me- uh, yeah, pounds yeah, yeah. per square meter right yeah. and that's like and also I want it uh, within X number of miles of this location right Yeah, and, like you do on a website but yeah. like you don't have to like write a fucking scraper yeah. or like go on the website every yeah. day right if you could just say right I'm giving you this mission mm. and for X number of months yeah, you yeah. have to like help me on this and I will pay you a small amount to do it yeah. that is what an estate agent yeah. should kind of be yeah. and the idea that then maybe they might get some kind of commission mm. in addition to that and mm. blah 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 to preferentially recommend certain mm. things like that's kind of par for the course and yeah. kind of what you'd expect but they don't even operate like well, the, that the, the thing right? is that is a separate thing that is a, yeah. what's called a buying agent well, they yeah, do yeah, exist yeah. Yeah. and their job largely is to negotiate the price that, that is yeah. the kind of thing yeah. where, but that's but, what you want right yeah. you want there you are want, way yeah. way way mm. fewer of those yeah. and generally they tend to operate on like commercial yeah. bases yeah. or for people yeah. that are buying like you know yeah high net worth individuals yeah like big townhouses in London for like you know two million or something but like it's still it's one of those things where it's like but the technology is there to offer that kind of service 100% yeah and presumably the fact that there's a division between buying and selling and on yeah. the agent level is like a kind of artifact of a previous way that the, mm-hmm. that the market used to work, which mm-hmm. is that there wasn't the capacity to actually do that. The number of people buying and selling wasn't large enough to employ an entire set of people to mm-hmm. do this job. But I do feel like with like modern like technology, you should be able to do that. You should be able to manage that kind of thing. Mm. It's like how property management in general has just moved to being, you know, in terms of you know, renting yeah, stuff, yeah. whatever, like building management. Mm. It's, it's all been gobbled up by like a few big players of maybe yeah. like 20 companies, right? Yeah. And previously it used to be like mm. hundreds and hundreds of local companies that did all that kind mm. of stuff. But now just because it's easier to run things like that in aggregate and there are so many things in common with running any kind of thing like that, that you can actually just, you know, the big players have won, right? Yeah. I do expect that probably that's something that's going to be, cha- that's going to change, mm. like, but it will probably be in concert with general um, changes to the property market that are probably going to come out of legislation in the next few years, I hope. So, you know, Fingers whoever is going to try and do the, the fucking we work, but for houses, like, yeah. we probably will want to be waiting for a little bit over the next bit of economic yeah. you know, nonsense to kind of figure itself out. I don't know. Yeah. I we mean, live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck, that's not the next one. What's the next one? The Atomic Social Unit. Oh, we might have to bench Do we have to bench this one? Have we yeah, not got the time actually, for it? Yeah, might, might not have time. That's so, right. Yeah. Um, it's fucking hot. Should we leave it there? I think so. All right, let's leave it there. Good night, Good night folks. folks.